Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review. This is for The Walking Dead, Season 11, Episode 5, Out of the Ashes. Or we could call it Out of the Asses. But this is another episode of The Walking Dead. We're back here for, like, we're now really going with what this final season is going to be like. We get a bounce around story. Was this better for you, Joe? Was this better for anyone watching this season? We'll find out tonight. So, yeah, the audio is great now, right now. Yeah, sorry about that if you tuned in right at the beginning. We had a little bit of an audio snafu with some little bit of feedback. But we're back now, and I'm not alone. Of course, I have Joe Dirty Locks with me for this adventure of The Walking Dead. I was going to say you're not alone, Phil. Who else is here? Uh, we got the live motherfucking chat. Yeah. We got the real YT. We got STE. We got Christian Olds. We got Atari Dad. We've got Chalk Boy. And we got Jason Voorhees. Uh, so before we get into it, if you want to get your voice in the conversation, you can do it at 781-990-8509. Leave your thoughts about this season in general. There you go. Or whatever you're thinking about this particular episode and what you're hoping to see in this final season. If Joe and I are completely full of crap and you're feeling this season, you're really feeling this episode. And because I did like one aspect of this episode, Joe, and I know uh, we saw a lot of stuff we'd seen before, but again, and it's not what you think. I'm fucking sick of Negan and Maggie. It's the same thing now for five oh, we episodes. We haven't seen that before. We haven't seen them get together before like this. Like, like, come on, when have they really had just a one on one time? time true, Phil. true. But I feel like they're beating a dead Glenn right now come at this on. point they in said the season. So much to each other that we haven't heard before. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not I'm not feeling them right now. And I thought that was I don't know, Phil. I thought it was a completely original conversation. We heard none, none of that before from either of them but what i did actually like in this episode was not the guy you thought it was last week the real aaron i think the guy playing aaron continues to be a bright spot another bright spot upon the cast and does good work when he's given the work they just don't give him enough his part of the episode was seeing him go crazy on one of the right, whispers right. and stuff in it general was... in general i didn't hate that because it was you're right right Phil, because it was good to see how one of our group would, you know, react having a prisoner, you know, because we haven't seen how they do with interrogating <laughs> prisoners before. So it was good to see that from our group, you know, <laughs> like it was it was really nice that uh, that we learned that, you know, interrogating a prisoner doesn't really work. We learned, we did learn that from 24, though. They are bringing back 24, so maybe we have to get back into that mindset. Lizard but said, it was just it was, you know, we haven't seen it on The Walking Dead, you know, like. We Not like had that, like that, like you're losing yourself moment from another cast member who, you know, has been there and didn't take that same advice from like another cast member who may have been there. So it was good to see how our our, our cast member would react to that moment that uh, he was going to listen to a complete hypocrite giving hypocritical advice you know because they've they've been there yeah we that. saw we saw we saw Just, a completion you know. of the whole situation with with uh carol going through this epic arc throughout the series of being where aaron was and it's like poetry it rhymes it was amazing and, and it never happened before her either right so like yeah. but speaking good. of things that uh never happened before and never will happen again i gotta stop we gotta stop the show for one second as we got our super chat donation uh huge toast uh I'm going to pour a drink. Uh, John Haymaker gave us a super chat donation. Rest in peace to, for me anyways, one of the funniest people to ever walk the planet uh, that passed away this week between the last time we talked to you. Huge uh, rest in peace to the hilarious Norm McDonald. So a uh, big toast to Norm. Uh, mm. 
And for all essential purposes that I've heard through people that have either met him or comedians that have been less successful than him, someone that always was was in general a pretty damn good guy too from from every every place in a comedian's comedian. The people that thought he was the funniest were other comedians. So rest in peace to Norm. We do have one more season of the Orville with his voiceovers that exist somewhere uh, that uh, they came out that said he already recorded a his whole audio for the season. So we will hear Norm in the most recent season of the Orville. And I hope there's some more Mike Tyson's mysteries somewhere. And if you haven't watched Mike Tyson's mysteries, you're missing out. It's a pretty freaking hilarious show. And it's on Hulu and Norm MacDonald plays the voice of a pigeon. And it's uh, it's a it's a funny short uh animated series uh like 10 minute episodes uh real quick in and out and it's pretty freaking hilarious you'll recognize a couple of the voices on the show oh, we had kenneth michael williams and norm mcdonald or michael kenneth williams kenneth michael williams michael so, Ke- I don't know. michael kenneth anyway that's two my money's on betty white for number three shut your shut your whore mouth <laughs> Shut your whore mouth, Joe Dirty Locks. Atari Dad says Mike Tyson missiles got canceled. Oh, ended with Mike Tyson accidentally killing God. Uh, Lizard says, but Angela King focused on Carol getting mad at Alpha. And I was like, she only set two people on fire and she lost her daughter and went off on revenge on so many people, just not Alpha. Hey, Santivia Major in the live motherfucking chat. And uh, John Haymaker, thank you so much for that super chat donation. Chalkboy, Judith Shane would have chopped off some hands tonight. Very funny that we did get to see a little bit of Shane's daughter pop out tonight in Muppet Babies. We got tonight another episode of Muppet Babies. Mind you, I think they're testing all sorts of spinoff waters all over my fucking face. They're slapping spinoff dick all over my face right now, Joe, with this with the kids show. They're showing they're testing it. And they tested it twice now. You can call me an idiot. Call me like you're reading bullshit. But no, I'm reading them trying to force feed a Walking Dead's kids version up my ass right now. And it looks like it. And they they did it a couple of weeks ago. And they did it tonight again where we have the Walking Dead, the kids edition. And I don't want to see it. I'm bored by it. The actress that plays Judith is a good child actor. I think she's better than the rest of the lot. And, and I think when she's acting with... With, with other good actors with decent dialogue, she does a good job. But when she's with the other kids, it's just a joke. It comes off, again, like a spoof of a real show. And that scene with her and Rosita was some of the worst freaking dialogue I've ever heard this side of Little House on the Prairie. And sorry, Michael Landon fans. It sucked. But... Or it was a different era. It was a different era. It's just really bad. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have picked Little House on the Prairie. I'm pissing somebody off saying that, Joe. But... I just thought that everything with the kids tonight was horseshit horrible. And really, if you were going to say to me, and this is where I'd argue with you or whatever, I don't think it was something different, but I think the Aaron, them going to Hilltop stuff, at least was entertaining for my eye holes on screen to watch. Because I like watching Aaron on screen. Everything else that happened tonight I was horseshit boring for me. That was even horseshit boring. I like Aaron. Oh I, I like people. Aaron. They're dead. Let me shed a tear and move on. Eyes open, everyone. Like, come on. Come on. Tracy, well, at least... Just fucking come on, man. Like... 
Ooh, well, so at least you have boys three to look forward to f uh, for the next episode. Fortunately or unfortunately, Joe and I will not be back next week. Boo! Yay! Whatever. Either celebrate or boo. I will be reviewing the next week's episode midweek at some point with a quick review. And then Joe and I will be back in two weeks from tonight to talk about the newer episode. And then Joe giving his uh, his thoughts on uh, what did what did Joe think of that episode. And uh, <laughs> I'm moving. I'm moving next week, and I won't have internet on the Sunday night for the show. So unfortunately, we will have to take a, a week off. But we will be back the following week. So uh, make sure you uh, tune in. I'll I'll maybe try to do a quick live from my fist, <laughs> live from my phone thing that night if I'm not too tired. But if not, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, Atari says filming a live action show with a cast of young kids would be a nightmare production wise. So many labor laws. When season one gets called a called a psycho, I just want to go see them and say, OK, I'll show you psycho. I like the Commonwealth stuff, but I'm a sucker for world building. I also did not hate all of the Commonwealth stuff either, Joe. At least I, I, I did. And why, how different was it than any of the other like communities we've come across? Like it's bigger. It's, really, more, it's bigger. It's more organized. No, yes, maybe, who cares, they're still fucking psycho. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. 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 You gotta... They... Um, I, I just got here, you put me through all this shit, you hand me a letter, you say I'm now your teacher slave? Was, was Eugene... I'm now, I'm, I'm now your, and I can't leave, wait. Joe, was, uh, you, was Eugene... Oh, okay, as long as you follow the rules. <laughs> was Eugene set up by Stephanie? Did, was he set up to go in there? Was that was I, that? I, I don't care. <laughs> you don't care. I didn't even think. I didn't even think that far into it because, like, <laughs> like if you don't follow, we're gonna get banished now. Did you enjoy? We're gonna get, didn't he just want to like get help for his friends? So like, I broke a simple law by trying to communicate with my friends, and um. I'm now going to get banished. What, driven to a random part far outside? Or can you at least, you know, drop me off in the direction of my friends? Joe, do you know what I did actually like? Again, another thing that I actually liked in this episode. I enjoyed the silly, cheesy intro video, orientation video that we got at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, because I knew, that, I knew because that was the one thing you would like because that's... It's different. It's cheesy. At least it is something different that we haven't seen there. You know, I kind of like outside the ball. It's Dharma. It was very Dharma initiative from Lost kind of feeling. It's still boring. I didn't find. I found like it was an interesting way to start the episode. I feel Yay, like. Yay, I'm a teacher slave. Yay, <laughs> I'm a retail slave. Yay, I get to go shovel animal shit again. Oh, look, I get invited to royalty. And then the, the snooty fuck like. If you if I w walked over and was like, here's my letter. Uh, no, you need to talk to you know, you need to blah, blah, blah. And no, but it's just a letter. Oh, here, let me lick your ass. I'm so sorry. Are you kidding me? You're the first one. I, I don't ever treat nice ever. And you're the uh, last person I picked to move forward for anything. If I ever had the chance, like you're the first person I like shooting the ankle when running from the zombies. Like, because how many people have you been a complete dick to that you could have fucking helped out? But no, you didn't. Emerald asks in the live chat, is Eugene dead? I missed the episode. No, you lucked out this evening, but Eugene is not dead. He did eat some ice cream. All dead, dude. 
they were all just walking they dead. Died the minute Glenn went onto that fucking dumpster. Not the that. show, Joe. We're, not horse. is the show dead. We're talking about the characters. So, did you did you think a people couple of people in the chat are checking in on that? I tend to think that yes, Eugene was set up. It seemed like she gave some sort of smiling, knowing look to uh, to the to the intro guy, to the guy that was doing the the movie at the beginning. We saw him save Eugene at the end. It seemed like it was some sort of setup that yeah, Stephanie's, so that Stephanie's be... job, so she could they could use these new people because potentially this is what my speculation and I have takeover, yeah, or takeover that there's something wrong that uh that uh, red stormtrooper guy is causing problems with being too militaristic or whatever and this guy is the original foundation father of the town and he wants to bring back the old commonwealth kind of feel and less rules or you get ousted kind of vibe and he senses it in this new group that he's gonna make a big point i i don't know i guess like a trial is something we haven't seen on the walking dead yet courtroom drama at its best we might see something like that uh walking dead courtroom style you never can tell. Yumiko defending Eugene in a uh, hardcore case to see who gets to stay, to see if Data is has has human rights or not. I don't know. I I'd love to. I'd love to have say Walking I, Dead Night Court. Yeah, da da. I would love to see the ongoing <laughs> adventures of uh, Dan Fielding. I would watch it. Um, <laughs> in one prophetic use. Uh, Atari Dad says probably to get them to divulge that they have friends elsewhere since they hid it in the interrogations. Very possible, too, to kind of undercover everything. But it seemed like that guy, Stephanie, was ready to go get that guy to save Eugene. Like, he was, he was on point to save him. So it seemed like she... Almost like that guy wanted Eugene to get in trouble so he could challenge. Uh, I forget what the guy's name is that uh, the Red Stormtrooper was it Mason or something? Or was Mason Maggie's friend? I, I forget. It. Whatever the Red, Red Stormtrooper or whoever whoever the leaders are in charge. Right. I think it's That's what it's about. I it's think a, it's no, no, Red no, Stormtrooper, right? The, no, no. Red Stormtrooper is just like he's sheriff or some shit. Who knows? Mm. There's other people above him: a panel, a council, but, a leader, a president, or whatever. This is a move. To make them an issue. Do you have any? Do you have any interest? See, to me, political issue. No, I have no interest in any of it. Why? Because it's uninteresting to you, or or you feel like there's no way they could do it well. Well, it's already uninteresting to me, and like I have issue with. Okay, great. I'm going to live in every. You're going to try to sell me a utopian society. Right, you're going to tell me what I'm doing for a job. You're going to tell me everything will be all right as long as I don't break any laws, but not tell me what any consequences are. Like, there's a lot of there's so many little red flags, Phil. Man, no, I'm not interested. I, I'm already fucking out of there. Like, as soon as they were like, as soon as they opened the doors to for me to be and said like, okay, you're free, I'd have been like, guys, we're out of here. We're fucking out of here. We're out of here. This is we're going. Bye. I'm leaving. Now, don't give a fuck if that chick is here. I don't need to get my dick wet that bad. I'm gone. Lizard says we know it's a Stephanie, but it's not the real Stephanie. Could could it be just someone, a complete setup? This isn't, uh, Eugene was talking to a completely different group where uh, Jadis and Rick is. And this is like this a, di is, a different group. And, and that's and that's just it. Here's the thing. Like, radio communication, anyone could have been listening to every single one of those conversations and writing down every single piece of information. Sounds like an community that would be doing something like that 
looks yeah. like a community that would be doing something like that. Oh, and so that guy's that guy's name is Mercer. I like Princess with Mercer. She's very forward with him. Again, this is the thing that the difference, I guess, uh, in in Joe and I's perspective that isn't that much different between our opinions of this show. But I do find slight enjoyments here and there on some of the actors' performances that because if I'm watching it, I need to I need to fi- I need to pick a few pieces of uh, corn out of the poop. And I do appreciate some of the actors' life that they bring into their performances, namely three people: Aaron the actress that's playing princess and usually Jeffrey D Morgan, even though I didn't really feel his, I didn't really feel him in Maggie's scenes tonight. I still generally enjoy his, his work on the show. So other than those three, I don't think many of the, I think some of the actors are just kind of in some ways going through the motions. I guess Gabriel's good too. I, I think I think, again, we've said this many, many times, and I do call it out when I see it. There were some moments. The guy who played the Whisperer in this episode that they were torturing was horrible as an actor. Horrible. <laughs> Why was... uh, I, don't, I don't know, Joe. Why was he horrible? I don't know. He was pretty bad. Uh, and some, some of the kids were really bad, too. And, yes, I'm attacking child actors. I think Rosita has moments when she's all right tonight she was horrible in that scene with judith like really bad like laughable bad to me um i i think uh i think maggie since she's gotten back laurie cohen has mailed in almost every performance i've said it before she's like luke perry when he came back to 90210 after jason Priestley left i see i think they're all on par with each other i don't see anything special about anybody's fucking performance i didn't see anything special about aaron's performance i, I do i i, I see anybody more. else's he lost me the moment he bent over to kill to kill uh you know kevin or whoever the fuck it was that they said was underneath the uh that, that was underneath the, the kevin mccallister kevin mccallister is the only who, kid. Who, who, oh who i know i know who you're talking like, yeah, i know you're and talking. then he shed that one crocodile tear and carol was like <laughs> we gotta keep going <laughs> It's like, like all of it was just really, just really, just really fucking bad. Has all of the acting. I I don't care from who. They're all mailing it in at this point. They all fit. I I watch them recite lines as it and like I can hear in every tone and influx in everybody's voice. This really sucks. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching. Uh, George Lucas wrote this. There is an element of of Star Wars prequelness to it all. I, I w- especially in the dialogue. I will. I will. I cannot disagree with you there, Joe. A couple of live motherfucking chats. Atari Dad says, "I always thought that was Rip Torn in that show." I love Rip Torn. Uh, has Rick returned yet? No, Rick hasn't returned yet, and there has been no little Easter eggs or breadcrumbs for a Rick return as of yet. Um. Ahmed says, I'm strangely turned on by Stephanie. If only Pornhub had a nerdy academic category. Ahmed. Uh, Emerald says, so The Walking Dead is picking corn out of poop now. For me, that's what it is. But I think Joe, what Joe's saying is he's going to call a piece of turd a piece of turd. If he doesn't, he's, he's not enjoying, and, I, and I'm, I'm speaking. The, I'm, yeah, not even the acting, the writing, all of it. Like, like there was a point when I felt like the, the actors were still trying, giving it giving it their all now i i feel like they all knew that this shit was over at the start of the season so they're all just like you know eh, this this has gone downhill so hard so fast and so many fucking flames any of us will be lucky to get a job after this 
Daryl already has his job. And right, exactly. <laughs> I want to see the Commonwealth actually have have to fight walkers. They've been so sheltered. It's like a bunch of grown babies, says Lizard. And uh, and Chalkboy says, she's kind of been a little hippie, though, and she's hot. I'm tired of the Maggie Negan thing. How long is Kane going to drag this out? Santivia, as always, great point. That is something I, I was going to kiss. I was talking. I thought they were going to kiss, too. I, I wrote in my notes. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to that point. They have sexual tension. I wouldn't be surprised if they're a fucking couple by the end of the series before Negan miraculously so dies. They're going to have they a moment. It'd be so stupid. But That's for the what stupidest I, shit ever. Yes. But I mean, maybe it's probably not going to happen. But like it, it seemed like it on several moments where she seems to look at him with a with a chemistry of sorts. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's the fact that they played Batman's parents so they've played husband and wife before but there's there's definitely something there maybe and uh but anyways to santivia's point i argued in the first episode joe with you that it was (laughs) interesting that it was somewhat interesting that they put the maggie and negan thing in the forefront they put a they put the magnifying glass under it to kind of reach it to a peak point earlier in the season instead of dragging it out through the season on another wild goose chase of a storyline that ends with a big jerk off or a big big uh big build up with no orgasm so ultimately i was excited to think that we got this out of the way that whole point negan drops her we're gonna <laughs> and what did i tell you and you and you said and you said phil no it's not it's bullshit it's, right. it doesn't How's matter work out for it you? doesn't matter and it didn't work out too good for me for the record for the record, where is it? Where's the sign? Where's the sign? It needs to be entered. Joe is always... I can't move it up anymore. Right. Okay, Joe is always right. The. So, no. No. No, 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 no. They... Excuse me. They didn't bring it to a head so that they could deal with the storyline and then get to more interesting storylines down the road. They brought it to a head so that they could slowly revisit that same head, same head over and over and over again throughout the season until it's until you get nauseam, the nauseam of it. It reminds me of movies (laughs) when one kind of movie is a success and then the next year you see 20 of the same movies. So you do something once good where they they wrote that and they're like, we got a clever scene between Maggie and Negan. Let's just write the two of them to death till people just don't sound effect. That sound effect you heard in everything after you heard it in uh every in the, in the trailer. It's like in the, the every trailer sound effect, and or in this in this particular episode, they were like, "We we like Maggie and Negan together. Let's write them." Or a song that you play on the radio when something turns into a one hit wonder, and you hear it. I mean, not so much now, but back when you people listen to you know ro- listen to radios all the time, and you they would play a song a thousand times over and over again. So you liked it when you first heard it, then it's overplayed to death. Uh, and that's what they're doing with Maggie and Negan. It's too much already of the same This was thing. always Negan's long plan. Moment he saw that hook, pregnant Maggie, hook, hook up with like, Maggie. Ooh, you think that's why I he picked want Glenn? That. And so he killed her husband. Hickory dickory put cockery walkery. Put her in the harem. <laughs> right uh, next to Scarface, whatever his name was, uh, wife. <laughs> no, Emerald says I agree with both of you guys. Stephanie is hot, but she can't replace Olivia in my heart. Oh, chalk boy. Uh, Atari Dad says prequels are still better than the sequels. Prequels may have been poorly written, but they were m- at least memorable and creative. You saw uh, the ad for the prequel, the prequel for uh, Sopranos. Oh yeah, I mean work. we we can we can talk about that later, but uh, but he meant we're talk we mentioned Star Wars stuff, and I would agree that as bad as the prequels are, 
versus the sequel series, I will rewatch the prequels more than I will watch the sequel series. I, I'll go back. At least we're still talking about Judge Jar Binks, higher, gr- higher ground, Misa, Misa, beep, doo, doo, doo. We got Ian McGregor gave a good performance yeah, in those do movies. Yeah, you even remember anything from the new movies? So. I mean, everything I remember is like being able to make fun of it. But, but ba- so that's a g- good point. Good point in the live chat. As much as you want to rag on Lucas and those prequels, at least they're more memorable than the sequel series. 100%. 100, 100 fucking percent. Lizard says the acting is not as good. Every group of people has a problem with it, and no one has a level of hesitancy with the Commonwealth. They just believe propaganda. Last time they almost got eaten. And to my point, to jo- to Joe's point, to back to make Joe's point, I ha- I was thinking they haven't done something like this before, where it's nice people bringing them in that turn out to be batshit crazy as much. And and I was just talking about how much I love Terminus, which I guess we are kind of revisiting something. They're not going to eat and, them. And, and didn't they, and, and wasn't like the cop people, the rapey cops, weren't they the same I think way? they might have been nice at first, too. Yeah, and wasn't the governor the same way? Yeah, but he like lost an eye. And nice stuff. to some and kill others. I, like, I mean, he was really on. nice to his dead daughter. I mean, like he well, really... <laughs> he, he, he let some in, you know, like come on Ed. Joe we have our first voicemail of the night and everyone else that wants to leave a voicemail you can do it at 781-990-8509 again 24 hours a day 7 days a motherfucking week anytime you want to call this number call it and we, we never can tell what we're going to get it's like a box of chocolates here this is from area code 747 booga 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 Booga, we got Booga Booga back. That's how I know we're back up and running. We got Mr. Booga Booga back. Great to see you in the live chat, buddy. Uh, John Haymaker says, I'm Negan. Uh, Ahmed says, Negan, Maggie, spinoff. Ha, ha, I killed your parents. I like that. Good, good name. Good name. I can see it. Have you met? Have you met? Have you met Lucille? And, uh, we're, you're killing me, Chuck. With all the redemption story arcs, bully kid with uh, Mary Judith. Oh, no. Negan and Maggie need to try the f- throw the frick down and get it over with. Fight or fuck and get it over with so we can get back, get to Meridian. The prequels introduced some great stuff. Uh, better writer did. I've said it before. I don't want to get too down to the Star Wars stuff. Lucas should have written then just had uh, Steven Spielberg directed them and they would have been at least decent pictures. It's just Lucas isn't a director and especially later on by that point he was even less of a director and Spielberg's always a quality director that tends to do Lucas's shit pretty good. So uh, I think Spielberg should have directed those three movies and you would have got better movies. And because the stories weren't completely horseshit, uh, at least they were memorable. And I mean, a lot of Trade Federation crap and stuff like that's kind of boring. But at least it was a story. There was a lot of hype. And if you had built up the energy and actually give you a couple movies similar again with the, what The Walking Dead did, The Walking Dead built up so much quality fan service around the property that it became easy for the creators to go into automatic pilot and not deliver quite as high of a product. So even when they came back and tried again last season in a sense of getting into that whisper arc as and and I'm holding Joe to this that he Joe actually even enjoyed because they were trying and you felt a a, a sense of okayness to it. Uh, And and even with the walkers, I feel like they shot their wad with that storyline to a certain extent. Cause now when we see walkers, it's never as extensive as we saw with the whisper arc where we saw like, a, a good depiction of thousands and thousands of herds coming at you. So now when we see them, it's just like, eh, it's, it's whatever. But they can never get back the goodwill that they destroyed. And they try to play catch up. And to Joe's point earlier, now it's everyone's on a sinking ship. 
in trying to save what they can and have that one moment of, you know, someone's and to me, Joe, Aaron's on the ship playing his song like the like we're on the Titanic. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to still play my song here. Like Aaron, uh, Gabriel, Negan and Princess are still they're like, we're going down with the ship, but we're trying. God damn it. Not everyone's doing that. I think at I least I, 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 I'm not sure princess okay awfully nice pink coat for living in a fucking nothing like living living like what could, could we accept that we're watching a cartoon Wait, now no i can't i can't it's, it's every not... part of this show sucks <laughs> every part of it like even like the sludge hammer to the walker's head looked fucking stupid bad it like even like skipped or glitched or bad cgi like everything out like it's a fucking sledgehammer those things are fucking heavy it left an imprint a small imprint their knives and everything else they use like slide through heads like fucking butter but like this doesn't pop it like fucking like gallagher on stage live front row like come on sled joe maddox stupid <laughs> are we talking star wars because i'm gonna fan oh no no merle we're just going on there uh phil and the band carrying on tony motherfucking pajamas hey phil glad to catch another stream thought thought this episode was bad but better than the first four um i i tended to think that there was a few things in this episode i liked better than the first four as well i don't know what you could could have liked better but i don't know what anybody could have liked better <laughs> Than the first five, I don't even at this point. I don't remember the first four to be like I. I they all sucked. They've all sucked. <laughs> it just sucks. Joe, are you sad? Are you just... sad that you decided to agree? Are you happy that you have next week off? You're excited that you have to move furniture with no, me instead. I'm still of... gonna watch it. And and maybe you can uh, actually you could actually come over and we could do it from my phone on or I could come to your house and do it live from there. Well, considering next week is uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that on Sunday, depending on how how tired we are after the move. Uh, but but yeah, you're still going to be watching. So you're in your so you're watching this similar to the way you watched the end of something like Sons of Anarchy for you, where you where you had already given up on the show by the end, but you're invested in it, so you're watching it to the end. Yeah, at least Gemma's not singing in this constantly. <laughs> at least we don't get Gemma songs over every... Uh... minutes of Gemma singing in the background. The right from wrong, oh. and I'm going to sing my song right from wrong. Sorry, I'm 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 literally just rewatching that right now, and it's every other. Ep I'm at the point in the show where every other episode has a Gemma song. And T Tony's got a good point here. He he thinks the show flows better when it's not focusing on a single group. And I, I kind of I've always said that I liked the uh, the single focus episodes, but they lean on that very heavily in this series. And I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with with you guys in this that. Okay, so there hadn't they focused on Daryl and Maggie's group and all of them in the subway, and then they focused on not Daryl, and now they focused on like so like you get all that Daryl shit last week and all that weird psycho asshole shit last week and at the end of the week before right Va the Von the Von Kaiser they, stuff yeah. Right, and and from the end of two weeks before, I think it was right. So like, yes, 
No, last week was Von Kaiser with Daryl. Right. And then two weeks before that was when Daryl split. They all got attacked. Yes. Yes. Was the uh, was the continuation. Because there was a different focus group in between right. there. Carol's girls in the woods and all that. Oh, shit. yeah. Okay. So we had our first. So now I'm proving I remember the episode. Yes. Yes. Which is horrible. So. <laughs> God damn. It's my fault. <laughs> you gotta, you're it. blaming that for me, Joe. It's because. Well, no, I'm blaming this on Tony Pajamas. <laughs> it's Tony I'm Pajamas' fault. With his fucking point there about about what it's done now by doing this is like who gives a fuck about Daryl now? Like now I'm, I'm gonna be like a two weeks to get back to maybe two weeks to get. I don't even know what's in store for us for next next week. Next week so is like, do I don't get Daryl now for until next week and yeah you'll get daryl next week you'll you'll get when really they could have chopped all that shit and all this shit up over the last two episodes to keep you kind of vested in both storylines rather than letting one hang on for you know yeah half a month yeah and it's when they do the one-off episodes i would feel better if they did them when they were more justified for like backstories and stuff, when they're continuing the actual story along, I think it works better when they do the bounce around episodes and don't go too long. And I think as we're in our final season, it's it's of utmost importance that they narrow this focus down and they get to something that people can give a shit about. But the problem is they can't write anything but superficial nonsense. So by focusing too much on any one thing, it, shows shows how ugly the painting is and i want to say have a good night to santivia major um ahmed wants to hear the the origin of the virus the show better reveal that i know the graphic novel didn't do you think the show will attempt to do something the graphic novel didn't and try to uh try to get back to the origin of the virus that we got at the end of season one with the really somebody said that yeah uh ahmed said that in the live chat i want to know the origin of the virus the show better reveal it Really, I like, I, dude, dude. It was China. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean the origin of the virus? Who cares? Like, who fucking cares where it came from? Everybody's fucking got it. A community like that doesn't last unless everybody's fucking locked in from the outside. Nobody goes to visit anybody. But because to the, the men's point, dies is a fucking heart attack or dies in their sleep or any kind of shit like that. Any kind of like minimal death leads to an outbreak. It would be How interesting to feed on these bodies before they start to reanimate. And get I back don't up. think to, to, to your point, though, Ahmed, I don't think we're going to get that in this main series. If we do get it in anything, it will be in an anthology series later on where we might get a one off story to get back to the character uh, we got at the final episode of season one. What was that? Maybe name? they'll maybe the they'll CDC give guy. Us a, maybe they'll give us a spinoff where they show like the beginning of the outbreak. Yeah, that might be like, interesting. Like like a, a spinoff where they just have like the first you know where they really focus on the beginning and how people react instead of jumping time and that's what i originally know. thought fear was going to be but it ends up being something different <laughs> so uh it ended up being that's something what different. they all that's what they told us it was gonna be and it was completely not they actually like in the second episode or like two weeks later and then like months later 
You know, Joe, and if we were normal people, if we if we if we weren't masochists, we could probably end this right now. We could say, everyone, this was really great talking to you tonight. This was this episode we of the Walk. Ended this is a dumpster. Yeah. Bill. We could have been but, like, you know what? But Joe, I'm a masochist, so you know what time it is? Recap! Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> We've already been at this for how long? I know. That's what, what I, that's what I'm saying. We could end this right now, and we did a good show. I'd be happy. I'd be happy with that. With that right there. But no, we could get to. Minutes? We've already talked about the episode. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 No, Joe. We open up to a full moon with bright flowers. Did you know? Oh yeah, it's such great camera work. Did you oh know? God. It was good it's editing, though. It was good editing. Oh, did you so know nice. that right away that this was a dream sequence? That yes. your favorite. We start off with an Aaron dream sequence, and he gets to see all of his biggest villains show up. We see the whispers. We hear, I believe we heard a Negan whistle at one point. I knew it was a dream right away because Aaron died last episode. So I'm just wondering who. No, that wasn't Aaron last episode, Joe. That was not Aaron. That was Maggie's friend, Diddly Do. I don't know. Ned Flanders. I don't know what the fuck his name was, but that's not Aaron. Not Aaron. So, uh, but my favorite part of the entire episode is we get a flash of the T2 makes a, makes a return. We got one moment of, uh, of, uh, Robert Patrick playing Terminator 2 at the end of Aaron's dream. So Aaron is facing some demons, blah, 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 blah. We see Jerry sneak and we get a very important scene where we see Jerry taking a piss. I mean, it's, it is an important scene. We need to know that there's bathrooms, and I don't know if this is the first time we've ever seen it on The Walking Dead, but I feel like this is an epic moment. Joe, uh, Joe now that he's gone, well, let's, let's, let's talk awesome. This episode was great, right? We got to see stuff we've never seen before. The thing we saw before that we've never seen before is we saw a character take a leak. I don't know if this was the very first time we've seen someone actually take a, go to the bathroom in The Walking Dead. But no, we, we had, we've... Do we, do we, do we get mean, another we bathroom scene? We came up with the whole shit buddies. Right, but we did get up with the whole shit buddies, but I don't think we ever saw someone well, take a shit. Somebody that went to go take a leak or a piss or a shit at some point. Carol, she didn't ever like squat for us once. I don't think we like, saw it though. Standing there with Daryl, someone, one of I don't, the women squatted. Dude, for I, us. I'm not sure if we saw it. No, I'm thinking of like the hunt with uh, that was just out on Netflix. That chick from Glow squatted. Someone. But yeah, I, but I don't know. May, very possible. People, people let us know. It was this the first actual going to the bathroom? And he didn't bring a, a ship buddy with him. He had to no. wake all the ship buddies up. No, and he almost got bit. The good thing he was inside. But Negan and, and Maggie had a very distinct conversation later in the episode. Of basically, How did this dude get dead on the house? They found one dead. They found a guy dead, and they found dudes already at the gate by the time they got at the opening. Why wasn't the bell already being alarmed? Fair enough. He, I know Jerry only saw that from the piss of do. And uh, Atari Dead says, not Aaron's name was Cole, Joe. Cole was who died last week. Cole. Cole was dreaming this Cole, week? Cole, no, 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 no. Aaron was dreaming this week. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. Third base. Uh, <laughs> the, okay, so. It should have been Aaron that died with an axe to his fucking face. May, maybe. It should have been the priest. It should have been any of our people. Main characters. The season is and just like, and boom. Yeah, that's it. That's your dude. That's how Aaron fucking died. No one gets to go stand there and be like, eh, Aaron. Oh my God. So we, boom, there's an ax in his face. Nobody fucking noticed. Everybody's running for their own fucking life and scattering. Boom. 
Not some fucking schmuck no-name. Maybe Daryl. It would have been nice. You know what? It would have been fucking awesome if it was Daryl. If Daryl just out of nowhere had taken that axe to the face. At least I would have been like, wow, Walking Dead, you have balls. And I can't believe, like, even though you were teasing Daryl tonight, special guest on the walk on the Talking Dead, I didn't see it coming because it, it was... And then nobody no, nobody cried over it because nobody noticed because everybody was actually running... Or if they killed Maggie night. in that first episode when Negan... Or if they killed Maggie when Negan dropped her in that first episode. I know she and just... showed it. And showed her get fucking ripped, ripped apart. apart. Yes, absolutely. Any of those things. It would, like, it would have been less... Uh, impactful because who gives a fuck about Maggie at this point? Like seriously, she's been no. been nothing but like, dude. How nothing, awesome would have that? How been? many people from from the from our place now or her team has she gotten killed on this little adventure? Everyone except for that ninja guy. And into right, to, Ma to Maggie's point, I would have loved the Walking Dead writers and whole showing show staff if they were the saltiest motherfuckers in the world and they brought her character back just to kill her. In a couple yep, of episodes, say fuck you, your shit failed. Yeah, and now we close that fucking yes. shit for our dude. I would come out here in in glory talk every episode of The Walking I would Dead. Laugh my ass, dude. Off. I would applaud them. I would call AMC if and celebrate was, if them. If her show had fucking hit, she wouldn't have been back. Oh, dude, hit, she never would have. Dude, come back. she wanted out so fucking bad. She wanted that show to hit, and nope, <laughs> nope. Yep. But yeah, absolutely. If if. I would a couple of opportunities, they, and I think all jokes aside from comparing it to Fonzie jumping the shark type stuff, but the Glenn dumpster thing isn't necessarily about that symbolizing a moment at The Walking Dead where they lost their way. But the where it is is that that was a moment that they had in their hands. I love Glenn. I loved him as a character. I enjoyed him. People complain about how Negan took him out in that way, but. I was not complaining about that. What I complained about is that they didn't kill him in that way because if I remember the scene correctly, there was that idiot guy, Nick, who was a coward and he sort of left Glenn to die and ran away. And that created a real dramatic moment when watching the episode. I think if yep. you come and watch our recap afterwards, we were both, whoa, I can't believe The Walking Dead had balls to kill a character out of nowhere in a shocking way. Not like they killed Tyrese when he's looking at pictures and going, I'm ignoring my back. I'm ignoring yep. those sounds behind me. Oh my! It, yep. But they killed him in an actual interesting way, just to say no. You know why? You know why? And that... Game of Thrones was so awesome, Phil. Aside from it being written uh, amazingly in books, but you know why it was so awesome? Yeah, at, a, at its height, anyone could go at any time. No, no, no. Even before its height, you know why it was so awesome and became as awesome as it was for so many fucking people in the world. That never read the books or only talking about the show because they killed Ned Stark because they took this moment that was set up to be TV cliche because they said, we're going to put him on stage. We're going to capture him. We're going to say, oh, look at here's your hero, everybody. We're going to kill him. We're going to kill him. Look, he's on his knees. Yeah, we're going to send him oh, to the look, wall with his look, son. Look, 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 look. Here's the mercy. Oh, ha, ha. look at everybody. We, we're just kidding. We're not going to kill him. Chop. Just kidding again. He's Joffrey rule. End the fucking show. Joffrey rules. Stark's drool. Bye. You know, like, 
Oh. Like, that's why. Because everybody was then left with their jar on the fucking ground. You throw that axe, it hits Daryl in the fucking face. You leave in Joe to die. Your... You let those fucking zombies eat Maggie. These are the things that Joe you, to your to your point chosen, po chosen poorly every time. You Joe to your point, right. that's what the Walking Dead had before. They had it, but they lost it. They had that thing. They didn't have deep storytelling. They didn't have the greatest character development. Was there was no main party because everybody was in the party. There was a party. And people had to die in the party. So people died in the party or left the party. But then there was eventually a main party, a long-lasting cast that they just decided, you know. And then the party became everybody who ever gets invited to Alexandria. You want to shock people? First you in, you know, last in, first out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You want to shock people? WWOZ do. What would Oz do? Oz would kill him. Oz would kill him. You kill him. You, you have interesting characters. You fucking kill him. They kill like, them all. Were you supposed to feel bad when you saw fuckface Kevin underneath the underneath the fence or whatever underneath the the burned down place? If if this place is so fucking burned down and there are these burnt corpses and burnt wood everywhere, why didn't every zombie in the fucking area walk into the goddamn fire? Don't they like to watch and look at and walk into the fire? Didn't they establish? I don't know the rules in these the rules in these walkers change like, every day. Fuck? So 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 we're not here all night. I'm gonna do a little. Why didn't you? Like ever dig troughs around your fucking and put oh moat like moats like, and stuff moats like really like you didn't have time that wasn't isn't time. it been eleven years <laughs> come on look how old those kids are give it give those kids a job and since so they don't have to shit talk each other have them dig the trough uh okay so uh, ezekiel went from king to dog catcher i don't think ozzy would kill anybody okay so we see uh, jerry sneak out and take a piss and at this point uh. This is this is a metaphor for all of the Walking Dead watching Jerry take a piss, and he's really, really Jerry. It, everybody's uh, in in such dire emergent times. You're letting everybody sleep in because there's not work that could be fucking done. There's not obviously fucking piss poor holes in the fucking fencing that you know little boy zombies can get tortured through. It's okay, <laughs> can and get, they can get picked on by little shit. So they go they go in a quick uh, fix the hole, kill a walker party, which uh, to Joe's point and something he said earlier, I don't agree with every single scene you're saying looks horrible, but this scene looked horrible. Uh, Rewatch it. Look at some of the back background extras with the way that they were dealing with the walkers and fixing the wall. There was at one point where Aaron's just wrestling with one for like. 20 minutes, right. 20 minutes, and he's just he's like, big iron he's just like, ah, uh, 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 it was, it was really bad. And then, then like, you see a couple other people like doing a dance with some walker. It, it looked, it looked really not, not good. Um, so yeah, they go in a quick fix on that. That's because you had to see how he's not making good choices. He's and, and that this was going to be an Aaron focus episode to see just how poor of decision maker he actually is. And so they showed Carol fucking guy, you know, who obviously isn't trying to fight back, obviously didn't try to send the walkers at them, obviously knew that they were all probably fucking there in the first place and didn't care. And why would I tell you've just fucking clobbered me? I stood here as you killed all the zombies around me, you know, you you then clobbered me, tied me up, and have threatened to hurt me and are hurting me, enforcing you want me to tell you where my family is downstairs, hiding and cowering? 
so that you don't kill them too <laughs> and maybe if you didn't do this they would have come out and been like please don't hurt us too that bitch that took over was a real fucking psycho <laughs> like we had a choice either she kill us or you guys kill us or we kill you so we chose to like Try not to die. Now, uh, Lady Starts. Hey, Lady, Star <laughs> Lady Stoneheart. Kimmy G, great to see you. Cadigan says, and uh, hello, Phil, the issues guy, and Joe Dirtilux. So I obviously missed most of the review, but how is this episode? Is it a Tara, a Henry, or a Carl? I say it's a Henry. It was, it was a Henry. The irony is that Glenn got stuck under the dumpster to save Enid, who got killed by Alpha, who you tell one lie, it leads to another. Uh, so let's we're going to be bouncing around differently, not point for point in the episode for expediency here. So we go over to the Commonwealth. We see a Commonwealth. We get a funny video intro that Joe knew I was going to like, and I did like. I, I like cheesy intros like that, over-the-top goofiness, the shit buddy videos like that. Uh, I like... I like it reminded me of it's been done a billion times and a billion things. You're right. The Walking Dead's not doing anything unique or interesting or breaking the mold, but they recreated that same scene you see in a lot of things where people are at an orient. You've seen it on Babylon Five. You've seen it on Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah, you see, you see it. You see it on. Nine. You've seen it in. You see it on the Expanse. You see it on the Expanse. You see it on Total Recall. You see. You've seen it in like yep, a lot yep, of things. Yep. A, a lot of things. You know, but. Oh. But it was a, it was a success. You see it in Lost, but it was a successful version <laughs> Never of seen those. That shit before. Uh, How much like shit fucking writing can you <laughs> blatantly fucking pilfer and try to pawn it off like it's now? Cadigan has a They're comment. Blatant. Cadigan has a random comment from Twitter. Someone watching us. Angela King is saving the Walking Dead. Joe, quit being so negative. Okay, Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> saving it for saving it for what it's ending she killed it she was the final nail in the coffin how did she save it she ratings must still be getting progressively worse this season. oh they're hor they're horrible they're so horrible how they've they were, have gotten any better with what's been going on they were so horrible hasn't tuned in in a while and watches one of these episodes isn't going to be like i'm back i need to know what's happened in the last two three four five fucking seasons it's no. so bad that they, they got, got greg they, got. Nic they got greg nicotero nicotero the old show create show runner to uh to direct this episode <laughs> and the category says great the walking dead is starting to be like planet of the apes show of the 70s bliss a sensitive man is in the live chat great to see him uh so uh commonwealth we see a fun intro video they have fifty thousand strong potentially there i don't think they really have fifty thousand people but they say they have fifty thousand people images of the great community future uh stuff uh the future stormtrooper guys bad vhs quality it's is it, just, is it fifty thousand right there because fifty thousand is a big number that's a really big yeah they that's what they said they said they said, they said fifty thousand is there fifty thousand people in the community okay, let's before we go too far let's stop and appoint this actually interesting is there fifty thousand people there joe you think or is this all bullshit is this all propaganda did that look like a community the size of Pe Peabody? If it, no, yeah, Peabody, yeah, right? Pe them. Peabody, Lynn, maybe there. Yeah, no, Lynn's closer to a hundred. Swamp's got a nose thirteen. Twelve. Uh, Mar Marble is like twenty. 
uh, something like that. So, so like 50 is about, but probably about, we're, we're mentioning random towns near where we live. So, uh, think about a town or something, a city the size of 50,000 people. Uh, no, no, I, no, when they say that it could be over like a bunch of communities like the hilltop and Alexandria and now Cadigat's Cadigat says in the comic books, four or five little cities like that. And there you go. Cadigat adds in the comic book, they do mention 50k a lot, but we never actually saw it. So, okay. So, thank you for that bit of information. So, uh, we don't actually know if that's true or not. We're going to keep that as whatever. At least uh, they're staying above 1 million viewers, says Atari Dad. Rick and Morty slipped below 1 million viewers last season. Even through season 5 was a bit weak. 1 million from, what was the the all-time high that The Walking Dead had of viewers? Got to be around. Well, even Rick and Morty slipped, has slipped. Like, those first three seasons were great. They took an extended vacation or whatever you want to come back and like they have it, it never quite i it never quite reached the heights for you again joe uh, i i don't think for anybody really it hasn't reached those heights it's still a good show it's still fun it's still entertaining i still watch it but it lost something it lost a little heat did it lose a little heat on its fastball so to speak yeah it happens. Yeah. It happens. Very, very few shows keep that through the whole run, especially animated series. It really seems dra- like, I don't know. It, it, I can't pinpoint why, but, you know, it seems like it's lost a little mm-hmm. something. But No, so, some some shows some shows are like that. Okay. So anyways, uh, I loved I, Futurama is one of my favorite shows of all time. I like all of it from beginning to end. That first run on Fox is better than any time that they came back. I can't put my finger on what's not quite right about when it came back. It was always still good. It was never bad to me, but it never yeah. quite reached the heights of the Fox seasons for me. And I can't quite put my finger on why it didn't, but it was still always a great fucking show that I watched because all the voice actors were great. The stories were still fun. But those first Fox seasons before it was originally canceled were so much were probably my favorite animated series of all time, uh, whereas later on it just didn't quite reach that. So it's sounding similar in the way you're describing uh, uh, Rick, the Rick and Morty thing. Uh, we got the Walking David having computer issues, so my episode five review isn't out yet. Walking David, great to hear from you. Ho- having come from just having computer issues myself, it is a pain in the ass when it goes. It goes fast and hard, and you're like, and you're shocked. You're like, oh fuck, what am I gonna do? My computer screwed up. I can't do anything. So sorry, the walking David. Hope you get repaired very quickly. Uh, so let's finish this up. The Commonwealth we see at the Commonwealth, Eugene and Princess and Ezekiel are given their work assignments. As Joe said, they're given their 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 labor assignments and forced into these positions that people are best apt for. But we do get a little hint later of what Joe was saying, where the guy that's the doctor, the uh, Yumiko's brother is working as a a pastry chef is actually a doctor not a surgeon and she's like well, you should be working as a surgeon she's like shut the fuck up it's like don't say another word don't mention that so obviously they have an issue with doctors some doctors have been strung up and killed because they didn't save people's lives i don't know that that leads me to believe there's like, how, how did you get because they didn't save people's lives i don't know just because why else would a doctor like not... she already told them that my brother is a doctor right but maybe that's the first they've ever heard of that and now, and now he's going to be forced into like uh, doctors. He didn't say, "Don't say that again." Don't. He did. Don't. He said. He said. He said, "Don't screw this up for me." Right, but he didn't say, "Don't keep calling me a doctor." Don't mm. tell anybody I'm a doctor. <clears throat> Nothing like that. He did. He didn't. He didn't say, "Let's play doctor" either. So there's not no weird relation. There's no Jamie and Cersei thing going on between them either. So that's good. 
That's good. So at the Commonwealth, they're each given their work assignments. Uh, Princess is uh, working retail. She got her $2 bill back. Uh, Ezekiel is animal control because he worked at a zoo. Yumiko's role is she's going to join Section 31. And she's been invited to join the, <laughs> the, 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 the them, they. It. Be yeah, because she's a lawyer and she showed initiative in the initial meeting. So she's getting drafted to the to to, to the uh, the special the special forces group, and she's office of. I found nothing different in the things that she said than say Ezekiel said. They needed somebody that that to be our to to be our Doctor Bashir. I mean, while that to get our voice into Section Thirty One, and uh, and I guess here we go. Uh, potentially for some interesting stuff joe i guess if the section 31 stuff is kind of cool and some riveting i'm sure <laughs> okay i feel like you're in a position right now where they can't do anything to please you you're ready to break up you're ready to break up with your partner right now and everything they do annoys you and I'm not, they are they left me <laughs> they left you <laughs> but they're they still want you I'm though i'm still here man <laughs> You're trying your best to just, make it work. What are they? I mean, come on. <laughs> they Joe, love you, I mean, Joe. They love you. What? What? How many? Do you, I, every <laughs> week I come out here and I say, I talk about the cliche writing that they keep throwing at us. The repeated story arcs. The awful dialogue. The now no incredibly worsening. Uh, acting? Acting and uh special effects and music and the blatant ripoff of the music from the certain video game that angela kang has blatantly said she was <laughs> no she she said she by. says inspired by post-apocalyptic video i'm sorry i can't say that word post-apocalyptic video games post <laughs> she, she didn't video say a specific games. one she said games Oh, well, of course. Yeah, she one has and to two. Because she knows the lawsuit's coming. <laughs> someone's at someone. Someone's about to get sued. Uh, right, like. So, so, anyways, that they get their job assignments. Eugene is gonna make sure. Eugene is the one that speaks up the words of wisdom here or reason when everyone else is drinking the Kool Aid a little bit. He's like, "We we can't forget our plan here. Our plan is to uh to to help our people. We need to help our people. That's what we need to do. And I don't get any perpetuation of the negative impact of too much, too many talks. And blah, 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 blah. shut the fuck up, Eugene. So uh, she gets uh. Yumiko goes over to uh, the cupcake stand and she goes to a local bakery. She meets out with her brother, Tom Tommy, who she hasn't seen in a very long time. It's kind of a funny moment when Tommy sees her and drops the cake. They discuss how. Uh, OK, can, can we discuss how stupid our fucking group is? Like, <laughs> please, we were about to escape because these people seemed like complete fucking psychos to us. We didn't only because, you know. That chick's brother is here. But now that we're here, let's start committing, like, the most awkward espionage shit. Like, now, Lizard had, we'll was... all go sneak into the government radio building. Like, nobody's going to notice the four of us fucking that nobody's ever sneaky, seen before. Sneaky, sneaky. And just let us all walk into where they've uh, presumably been working and living for quite some now, time now, now Joe, any new faces like Joe someone in the chat has an answer to our first question about that about um 
why Yumiko might have been picked. Lizard in the live chat says, Yumiko called them out on many of their behaviors and read their behaviors and told them about them. No one else that we saw did that. So that maybe is why she got selected for the special forces group. I didn't I say Ezekiel did that shit? Didn't no, Ezekiel talks Ezekiel talks shit. He didn't uh he didn't necessarily go all legal beagle oh, he on said them. failed cough instead of he Yeah, but I she went to, in fa- I went to West Point, but he didn't say I graduated. No, West she went all he, she went he legal. Said, like I I not only graduated West Point, but I also like was in the military. She no, went legal he, beagle he though. She 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 researched because a failed West Point fucking not a failed cop she she researched the rules and the laws and went again went legal beagle on it and i to that point maybe that was different than other people usually approach the situation uh so maybe that's why she got invited into the group because that group is going to be when we meet them and the special organization is going to be a bunch of lawyers and and like high-end business types that are try- who gives a fuck about lawyers and high-end business types right now? Really? They care about themselves. I'm saying that if if you're in a community where you're not, where you're safe from the walkers on the outside because you have this militaristic organization controlling your every move, you're going to give a shit about the bullshit like that more. And you're going to invite people into your special sniff my farts crew. And that's probably they're inviting Yumiko into our, like the hoity-toity we're better than everyone crew we're the people that run things they're inviting her to be one okay, again so one of them and if th- them they so because of whatever it is we have supposed to have been seeing from these people the uh right? the commonwealth Whereas, people yes yes whatever it is we've seen from them at this point they bake fucking cakes Okay, Carol baked cookies at one point. Yeah, yummy cookies. Yummy fucking cookies, right? But like, okay, we're supposed to believe that they would be any more capable, right? Any more capable of dealing with, say, the whisperers than our crew was and our four communities were, right? And on top of that, you're saying this knowing that, you know, Princess... Ezekiel, okay, well, let me start this way. Ezekiel, okay, but also with the help from the lawyer chick, who I guess is kind of capable, Eugene and Princess, right, uh, somehow got out of that cage, got the two lovers in their uniforms, and then failed to actually get away, right? Or chose not to. Right, and so that even they, these fuckers, were able to escape somehow from this compound. Or they or they let them go because they didn't give a crap at that point. If you want to leave, oh, oh, leave. right. We don't know because like it was fucking magical somehow. Thank you, Walking Head. To leave they do it. They range. do have ca- they do have cameras. Oh, to uh, someone asked in the live chat, Bliss, the sensitive man says, "Wait, did Kang admit to taking ideas from The Last of Us? No, she didn't directly admit. But <laughs> yes, if you watch, <laughs> if you go back and you watch last week's episode, they have the this before I start mentioning it before that okay besides besides the obvious angle that angela king was that shit so joe mentioned it two weeks but but let me answer bliss's question last week on at the end of every episode of the walking dead now or almost every episode angela king does her dan and dave impression where she talks after the episode to explain to you what she was trying to do and in last week's episode, she talked about the music, the scene. I forget exactly what she was making reference to, but she specifically said, and I mentioned this a second ago, 
that through this season and through this episode, we've been looking at all sorts of different stuff for inspiration, you know, comic books that we've done, uh, but specifically looking at post-apocalyptic video games. And she specifically said that and she focused on that for a second and kind of smiled. And I wonder what games she could have been talking about. So she didn't say the words Last of Us, but she was watching Joe talk. People do deliver videos of Joe to Angela King. She, she they use Joe's picture as a dartboard in the writer's room. I've I've heard rumors, and uh, they must <laughs> at this point. Like, I don't know if there's anything out there that's as vocally critical of this fucking show as we are, aside from the casual once, you know bitten fucking fan yeah yeah i mean it's it is we are a rare bunch and and i think in a lot of ways we're we're uh diff we're out of the echo chamber so a lot so if people don't they want to hear it you know don't tell don't say that about this show don't say it's about the show and in fairness i do argue with you about points that maybe i like and you don't like and again to mention it this isn't like in the few years that we've been trashing well, the show, on, the, there are I moments. Wanna... There are moments of which Joe enjoys, and if there's a good episode, I've heard you say it. But and I want to point out though, Phil, like we kicked off this season, you argue these points, right? And I and and I point out why and what, and then like you had to do at the beginning of this podcast, you know what happens. How do those arguments work? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the and in some cases they they don't work out too too well for me because because there's something there's something on the screen right now I don't know what it is, um it keeps flashing up every time I talk. Okay, so uh, they discuss blah blah blah, and we get a couple of very interesting foreshadowy told lines where where she's like, you're a doctor, you should be a surgeon, why aren't you helping people? And he says, shut the fuck up. She talks about helping her friends out, and he, she asks if that's possible. He says, anything's possible, as long as yeah. you follow the rules. Maybe I could be a surgeon one day. Yeah, I guess anything's possible, Joe, as long as you follow the rules. And he also said he's happy, he wants to make cakes. Don't, don't ruin this shit for me. This is the happiest I've ever been in my life. So we go to Eugene and Stephanie having ice cream. We get some old timey music. Do 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 do. Uh, Eugene and Stephanie have some ice cream. It's zombie apocalypse ice cream. Did you ever see? Think you'd see two? And we get the look from Eugene, like, "Oh wow, it's been forever since, since I, I had, had ice, ice cream. cream. Oh my god, I haven't had some real, ice cream." Real nice lady is. Is that Rocky Road? Am I gonna have some Rocky Road ice cream, Joe? Oh my don't goodness! Oh my goodness! Rocky Road. She's like, don't look at me as she runs away with like three cones. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I would lose my. I, in fairness, this is the part of The Walking Dead that I like when you have scenes like this that create these moments. Imagine going, and I, I don't, I don't even know how big of an ice cream fan you are, but, but I couldn't imagine going eleven years without eating any ice cream. That, that I, I could. Yeah, you're not a huge ice cream fan, are you? Like, yeah, no, at, at that point... You're more you know, salty, savory than sweet for your and, for your munchiness. Fat and carbs. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't often see you, like in my life, remember seeing you go get chocolate or ice cream or like stop by a Dairy Queen to get a blizzard or something. That That's not really your thing. Donuts. Donuts are my thing. Okay, so that's your sweet treat would be a donut? pastry a donut any kind almost almost any kind of fucking pastry that that bake shop i'm fucking kimco's brother at the end my, <laughs> my way into the fucking commonwealth and kimco's brother is gonna be my bitch by the end of that fucking <laughs> night are you kidding me i walk into that shop 
you know, give me those cakes. Take the frosting. I don't need the frosting, but the cakes, the bakery, someone in there is my bitch. In the comic, from what I remember, Walking Rick. by Newman's, Phil, I'd stop and I'd be like, oh. hey, Mr. Newman. I'll suck your cock back there. Yeah, th- there was this. Burgers for a donut. There was an awesome uh, bakery that would like three in the morning. Three in the morning, you'd be anything. We'd he'd be walking home, yeah, and you and he'd have the he'd he'd make you something, and and uh, unfortunately that bakery doesn't exist. Uh, he was anymore. a wicked nice man. He would like if he saw you walking by and you even like you could smell it like half a mile down the street. He's like, you want, you want some? At three in the morning, walking home. Four in the morning. If you stopped and went, oh god, that smells. He'd be like, don't move. Nope, don't move. Bring you fresh anything he was. Yeah, he bring he bring the uh yeah hands and shit while you were walking away. Fucking delicious. He he loved he loved feeding uh three in the morning hippies, uh but but anyway, so princess, we get the uh ice cream, blah 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 blah. He needs he can't stay. He has to help his friends. We get this somewhat set up, somewhat whatever situation where they talk about how they're gonna break into a government institution, community center, uh, communication center to send a communication attempt to Alexandria. Princess flirts with that dude Mercer, and he calls her princess in a very flirty way. They have some on-screen chemistry that isn't. That isn't awful to watch, but again, it's a little out of place on The Walking Dead. I don't love. I've said this before millions of times. I don't. I appreciate it in some contexts, but very few times have I had any believable, interesting romances on The Walking Dead from beginning to end. I do. I just don't like them. I, I liked Abraham and Rosita, and I liked uh, Rick and Laurie were cool. Rick and Michonne have their moments, but like uh, even Maggie and Glenn. I feel like after a while they were just like props in the background. They're yeah. they're just not two characters interacting. I guess that's why I, I kind of liked Rick and Michonne because they both were same personalities that we had, but they were clashed sometimes. They had different stuff, but uh, but but I generally did like Rosita and Abraham and their dynamic with Eugene and stuff. But whatever, uh, Princess and Stormtrooper have some mild chemistry. Now, the other two sneak into the communication center as an attempt to reach Alexandria, which is successful, but things turn bad. Mercer and his men capture Eugene, place him under arrest for unauthorized use of government property. They talk to, uh, and they- they, How are we supposed to know it's unauthorized? This fish works here. Yeah, she said it was okay, but that's why I think it's a setup. She kind of, like, pushed it, oh, it's not going to be a problem. And yeah, don't worry about it. I work there. You can just come, just, you can walk right in, and we, listen, how- unauthorized we walked in we walked by nobody nobody stopped us nobody asked us where we were going nobody said no you can't use that we walked it i saw the radio tower so where's the radio she said oh it's this way i work there you can use it what the fuck banish that bitch now uh they do have to pay for what they did one way or another and eugene faces exile and a trial everyone else seems like they're somewhat in trouble but it's mainly focused on eugene but then the guy that did that cheesy commercial at the beginning leave it leave it wait wait also leave it to the judge wait a second you're the one throwing charges at me right now and uh and uh the the guy lance the guy from the cheesy commercial shows up and has other plans or something for Eugene. He says, you can have to pay, but there's you're to pay a different way. What do you think he has in mind for Eugene and crew here? This, this other guy. I don't know. And I wonder if (laughs) Joe doesn't care. And I wonder if we're going to meet real Stephanie at some point in time. Lizard says the real Stephanie works directly for Pamela Milton, which gives her access to the comms. She was the one who liked the Rocky Road. So, again, we're doing some comic information to yield some information about what might be going on. But 
where the completely different tracks between the graphic novel and the show because different characters are involved in different situations. So if people are watching us and cautious of spoilers or what might happen, I feel like the graphic novels in this situation are not what's going on. They're just more of a way of enhancing what's happening on screen because we're not getting enough details. So I do appreciate stuff like that. Um, Oh, The Walking David left us. Oh, and we got a super chat donation, Joe, from Bliss, a sensitive man. No comment or question, just giving us a $9.99. Thank you so much, Bliss, a sensitive man. Very much appreciate that. We appreciate all of our viewers, but we especially love our super chat donators. You guys mean a lot to us. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Thank you. Okay, so we're doing a little bit of a different kind of recap here where we're going area to area. So let's get into Alexandria and Hilltop. Now, uh, they meet about talking about how they're fucked and they need to go to Hilltop to check some shit out. Rosita wants to leave. And it seems to me at this point in time, the writers have no clue what to do with even the characters that they've known for years let alone some characters that are just strays. I feel bad for actresses like the actor playing Rosita because she doesn't have shit to do. All they can have her do was, is be as the voice of dissent. And every time we have characters getting a plan, Rosita goes, I don't know about that plan. She's the one. She's the one that does that every fucking time right now because they don't have anything no, she, else to and, do with and, her. Right. She, to the point where they're even, she's even sitting here telling the little kid not to feel that way. Right. And, and then they, the way you're feeling, kid. And then we have a scene with her and Judith and Angela King at the end of the episode. It's like, this is a scene to show how Judith has many, many mums throughout the, throughout the group. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just having someone that's been around the scene. I can't remember. Tell me if I'm wrong. People in the comment section, the chat, if you give a shit, tell me, am I wrong? Have Rosita and Judith shared many scenes before? Because it seemed like that was the that first is a one. Five year jump, Phil. Don't forget about. Okay, the then give me. If time. you're gonna have a big emotional scene, give me a few scenes with them spending time together, so I know that they give a shit about each other. Instead, have have a scene with Judith and someone that actually knows her and gives a shit about her, instead of somebody that's just been around that I just don't know even knows her. I know she does because. It's been five years. She's been around, obviously, but they haven't taken the moments to establish the scene that we get with Judith and and Rosita later. That's supposed to be this deep moment between these two characters where Rosita's being a de facto mom and kind of offering up some good information and almost saying in a way, it's okay that your mom and dad ditched you. It's fine. Don't worry about that. It's nothing. Well, basically, that's what she's trying to tell her. It's okay that your mom and dad are both. Everybody's abandoned you in your life. Kid. Yeah, they're, they're still alive. Me. Your mom, especially, because they don't know Rick. But your mom's alive somewhere. But she just doesn't. She's doing more important stuff than like raising you. It's okay. Yeah, no, they, none of them care. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And, but I just felt like it was a completely unnecessary scene. Okay, and then we get also get off to Maggie and Negan killing team. We don't trust each other. And then we get the friggin' same record breaking i don't trust you do you trust me i don't trust you you don't trust me but you should trust me but we should we should not trust you i want to kill you did you want to kill me i should die oh my god i want to kill you every moment i think about killing you oh my god i'm gonna kill this walker that almost killed you and throw a ninja char in his face because you know i need you even though i don't really need you but i need you because why and okay so then we get the judith training why people <laughs> and then we get uh the pilot for the walking dead's kid club show some kid bullies herschel and uh then Judith goes a little Shane on him. I like how I like how I like how the zombie that happens to be at the hole is a kid as well. Good acting. It was. It was good. It's like poetry. It rhymes, Joe. 
It's poetry. It runs. Uh, we got a voicemail from, and I'm not sure who just called us. Let's let's see who we got on the line right now. It could be someone from the zombie apocalypse. But let's see. This is from, uh, from let's see. Who is this? I just wanted to say that I do emphatically believe that this episode could be summed up with a with that said ice cream scene. For example, I asked that young lady if that ice cream was indeed Rocky Road, which happened to be the very kind of road that our small group of banditos happened to be on. She, of course, ignored me, making me feel as if I should walk into a field of walkers with a pork chop around my neck. As soon as I asked that question, Stephanie shows an ice cream cone in my mouth. I, being the inquiring audience member in this proverbial example, pseudo-Stephanie being the Walking Dead riders, and the ice cream cone being a pretty distraction in an otherwise poorly written world. Well, I'll leave you to it. I think Eugene says it all right there. Thank you as always. Make sure you check it out. The Walking David's reviews and on uh, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere. Walking David is our friend, man, and will be joining us at some point soon here for one of these. Uh, So uh, just I have to figure out how to do three people here, but I think we can do it. Uh, So but great to see great to see David in the live chat. Thank you for always leaving us live. awesome voicemails keep keeping things fun anyone else wants to leave a voicemail you can do that at 781-990-8509 so uh, we get the little training scene with and i didn't even notice that joe by the way thank you for pointing that out that it was a kid walker but now that you're saying that i remember it's part of the reason why it looks stupid because it was like a little kid walker so judith goes a little shane on him draws it down or a crocodile done the fucking stabbed him that's this n- dude put his hands on you, little girl. Yep. Don't let anybody do that. Fucking stab that little boy right through the fucking neck with your sword. She thought about Teach it. All those other fucking kids there a lesson. Not only did you talk shit, like, you, you're you're being a dick and you're not taking my word right now. But now you, you no, she should have just fucking run the motherfucker right through. I, Cadigat, I do think Maggie and Negan are going to fuck. And uh, I, whose kid is that? The girl. No, not the girl. And oh, like, D- Dick first Cheese? First off, where did all these fucking kids come from? Whose kid is that? I don't know. Dick Dick Cheese's son. I'm not sure who he is. I, I did, did like how Judith went a little Crocodile Dundee there, where she was like, oh, this is a knife. Uh, she went she went a little Shane, but Shane would have, her, her real daddy would have just stabbed the guy. The kids on. okay with that. Oh, Nobody actually. The, the mom is, or dad or whoever it was, whoever's fucking parents that kid uh, speaking of next. speaking of parents we get some information in the live chat and this just shows what a dis- disappointment the walking dead has turned that's turned into this nepotism family thing and no offense i know jeffrey d morgan if he ever sees me in public is gonna punch me in the face for saying this but fuck you for having your kid play a zombie in an episode it's stuck out like a sore fucking thumb the, what, the kid in the, in the, the kid zombie jeffrey was jeffrey d, d. morgan's son well, of course that's <laughs> That's fucking stupid. It is fucking stupid. It's stuck up because they want to do everything kids club. That just we haven't seen a kid a kid walker in so long. They had to do it, Joe, because we're watching the kids zombie hour. That's that's my my point earlier when I bitched. Probably like, oh well, we're already paying for all these kids to be here at this hour. We might as well get another kid. And do you know what would be really cool? It'd be like poetry. It will rhyme if we have a zombie. Be a they fucking didn't even give the, kid the bully part. They gave the kid the zombie just sit there and go, Ur! part. Good job, fucking Negan. 
Jeffrey Dean Morgan. What the fuck? You couldn't even get your kid a speaking role? Or does that count? Does the mo- Did the moaning count? It counted. Walking David says, that stupid Maggie and Negan tension really does make me think they're going to become a couple. I agree, David. I oh, feel like they've so been... fucking bad. Dude, I feel, like so they've been, bad. I feel like they've been shoving this up our, up our fucking pee holes for fucking like oh, so th- a few episodes. They've been giving us penis cultures with this shit, dude. They've been sticking it in. It's, I, I feel like it. I feel like they're force-feeding this. By the end of the season, they're going to have a, a kiss or a hug or a moment. I don't think they're going to full out be a couple... But I think there's going to be a moment where something almost happens at some point. Sexual tension is going to reach an apex point, an apex legends point. So we get uh, we get the Walking Dead Kids Club and the kid bullies. Uh, that's where Joe wishes he was doing. He's like, he's like, can we end this fucking podcast? So I go back to video games here. And uh, Judith is upset that her handprints were broken by uh, Dick Cheese douchebag kid of him and her and Carl's handprints. He said he didn't do it. Yeah, I believe You're him. You're going to stab me now, too. And then we have a scene with, like, all the kids, like, I get you back. No, I get you back. I'll help you fix it. No, we'll help you fix it because we're kids club. Right, I mean, because we don't want to kill the bully. We're just glad he's bullying Joe, you. Joe, Goonies not. never say die, Joe. They should have. I was almost waiting these for one. Kids, of... These kids broke it because they don't like her either. She's all bossy, <laughs> teaching them how. You guys line up, and I'll tell you what to do. Okay. I just had a horrible... I know better than all of you other kids that are my same age because my mommy and daddy abandoned me. Now, The Walking Dead is so unoriginal. I am calling this right now that sometime this season in the next 19 episodes, we're going to get one episode that is an all-kids episode called Stranger Things. It's going to be an episode, <laughs> and that's going to be the title of the episode. It's going to be Walking Dead Season 11, Episode 11, Stranger Things. And it's going to be an all-episode about – it's going to be an episode about Judith and her little crew that we've been meeting in these episodes. Young Herschel, uh, the, 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 the other girl that was – I don't know who she is. Is that, is that uh, Aaron's daughter? Uh, and uh, the, there was like four of them. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a, an episode about the four of them getting lost in the woods, a bottle episode about them having to find their way back, and it's gonna be about them encountering some strange things. So we'll rationalize, rationalize the name. Maybe it won't be called Stranger Things, but that episode's coming. That no, episode is what, fucking what we, coming. If, if if that does come, Phil, this is what that that. This is you know I'm right, Joe. And I'm not gonna say no. They're not gonna do that because this is The Walking Dead. And I'll tell you, and like, and some people might actually be thinking, Phil, that would be a good episode, right? Show how the kids have learned, how what they've taught the kids, and all sure. this, and all that, right? Right. But this is what that's really going to accomplish. Even if they, if they, if they have a hundred percent of them get back just fine and fight walkers and this and that, right? What they've done is show that all the adults are fucking idiots and morons and <laughs> incapable of taking care of themselves because a bunch of five-year-olds, you know, kill their way. That's going to be the episode, Joe. And, and, and manage to defeat the zombies. But, you know, the every kid, now and then kid, one of these, like, adults die. Kids rule, kids rule, adults drool. Again, it's gonna, that's going to be okay, a big right? thing. And then, and then if even if, if so, if one of them gets bit or one of them dies... Then what they've accomplished is killing a child on fucking national television for some sensational reason to get. Like, Don't worry, no one's no off, one's fine with. But a lot of people might not be. No okay one's with watching that. Joe, no one's watching. Okay with it. No one's watching. But, Herschel Jr. is a bad actor too. Uh, 
also the kid who plays RJ is a terrible actor represent Michonne and Rick's kid. It'll be like stand by me. Judith is the only one of the group of kid actors that's doing a decent enough job, especially because I feel like the show did have some decent kid actors before uh, Madison Lance or the girl that played Tell Me About the Flowers, like the two the two little kids with Carol. Kill I th thought both those kids were good actors. I thought um, they've had what happened some to the little boy. Uh, oh, uh, Henry. What happened to yeah, the Henry. little okay. boy, man? Where the you, fuck is the little boy? Everybody looks for Carol's kid. But what happened to that you, little you're boy? Getting, you're getting, uh, you're getting uh, Tim excited. Okay, so Judith is training some people. She's just fucked the bullies. So then we go to Rosita talking to her about Curl and about how everyone's gone. She cries and asks if it get easier, and she worries that she'll forget about them. And, oh, my God, the dialogue is horrid. Uh, this was the scene where I wrote in exclamation marks over and over again. The dialogue in the scene is just horrible. Like, they could write these two actors better shit because Rosita is not horrible but delivering this dialogue it's because Natalie Portman's not a horrible to do another Star Wars thing Natalie Portman is a good actress but delivering that George Lucas horrible dialogue she sucked same with like Hayden Christensen can be okay I've seen him in movies where he's okay but delivering that dialogue he sucks Ewan McGregor can actually make bad dialogue sound good so can uh so can freaking what's his name Les uh Liam Neeson so that's why they were good in those I movies. Know. I don't know how many. But how Rosita many in what was that? Rosita and uh, Judas dialogue was horrible. What you? How, how many parents out there, really, honestly, have seen their kids at this level of cry? This is a very mature level of crying. She's an old, but um, she's she's an older what kid. I though. understand it from what I've ever seen with children when they cry, it's either on or fucking off. It's either the end of the fucking world or. I'm not sad one bit. <laughs> like, but she, this is a this is a pretty like contemplative moment for she's the She's mature, she's, Joe. She's, she's a mature girl. At this broken thing and and wondering about the future and maybe not remembering what her parents are like <laughs> and, and and that kind of shit with with little tear in her eye and able to comprehend and understand what this grown adult is telling her about how to get on with her life and and not forget hold on and everything will be okay she's this, this but like like i'm sorry that's really fucking good her you know she's being teased about her parents fucking abandoning her and like joe and she's possibly like threatening somebody's life and killing them thinking about killing them or what like just no you grow i agree I with the know, parents out there should this girl not just be like completely fucking broken right now crying or no because like, she's growing up in this world joe i agree with what still it's like, seven years old dude is she is she like didn't she say she's like 12 or 13 or something? 11 like no not 13 11, joe she's neo she's no. the neo dude she, no like, she's the one straight up fucking no she's on the one fucking... she she's the kid from v that like the half-breed child she's the she's the one she's special she's wesley crusher of this world and like that's what we're like raised by phone ninja michonne i found a fucking samurai sword in an apartment and i'm a samurai michonne yeah she's like shane in michonne's bed baby <laughs> she's right? got the like, shane at dna least, at least uh morgan had somebody teach him how to use the weapon he was Supposedly. That was a good episode. The cheese, the cheesemaker episode. That was a good episode. Right. You know, fucking what's his name's older brother there? Um, yeah, Jim Carrey's the Jim Carrey. Not Jim Carrey. Whatever. Drew Carey. 
Drew Carey. Yeah, it was what's yeah, his name? Drew Carey's Drew brother Carey from the Drew Carey show. Yeah. Okay, so Rosita tells a story to bond with Judith. It's horrible. Meanwhile, the group of Alexandria still needs supplies, and uh, they're at the. Uh, they're getting desperate. Maggie's supply run is episode is delayed. When a piece of steel wall breaks down, zombie hurt. Blah, blah. It isn't helping. Maggie and Negan are separated from the others to find a stash in Meridian. They eventually get to Meridian where they find their stash. Negan thinks it's a horrible idea to wait for everybody, and Negan again have the same conversation he's been having for four fucking episodes. We need to go back. We need to ditch everybody. And this is the first time it didn't make sense. I agreed with him in the first four episodes every time he had this conversation. Here, it just seemed repetitive and stupid. Like, and, and like, like, how many times are you going to say this, Negan? Either fucking leave, yeah, and go back, dude. He said, and stay and do what she said. He sounds like me in a high school relationship. I'm like, I want to leave. I'm breaking up with you. I'm breaking up with you. Like, you know, when you're constantly breaking, just leave. Shut the fuck up and leave if you want to leave the goddamn relationship. Right? Like, if if you it, like, you're a grown fucking man. Yes, she's not keeping you at gunpoint. You want to go back, Negan? Turn around and go the fuck back. What is she going to do for you at this point, aside from stay awake while you sleep, in which case you'll have to worry about her fucking slit in your throat? Oh, my God. Emerald has figured it out. Negan plus Maggie equals Naggy. I'm sh I'm shipping yeah. Naggy all the way. It's fucking Naggy. Okay, so they plan to leave uh, or they plan, they plan to stay. Negan says, I'm leaving at sundown. And again, he doesn't leave at sundown. We, we come back in at some sunrise. Excuse me. They come back in the next day with them. And it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. And she, Negan's like, I'm leaving now. Now I'm leaving. But Gabriel and Elijah, who is the ninja dude, show up at exactly the, la the right moment, right as Negan's about to leave. And Maggie gets a smug look on her face as uh, she's like, yeah, no one else survived. Daryl's out there somewhere. I don't know where Daryl went. He just walked off with dogs somewhere. As they were about to leave or as they were about to kiss? Maybe. It did look like they had a moment where there was some sexual tension between the two of them where they were having a stare-off <laughs> moment. And in fairness, also, Maggie, you are in a little bit of a hurry because that dude, Alden, or whatever his name is, is left injured in a building on the way that you and said... you guys said you would come back as soon as As soon as possible. So when Negan's like, maybe we should leave now that we have the supplies, it might be actually a good thought because everyone else would just think to just go back to Alexandria because you're scattered at this point not meet up at the the other location that no one knew how to get to without Negan's help so how did all these other people know how to get to this location if the only reason right, right, Negan right. was on the because mission is because he was the only one that could get there and no no and here's the thing Maggie knew of a spot from before she went to go meet these people where somebody had hid oh yeah yep. the stash of shit and then she met all these people and then they got attacked and they went past all those supplies because they figured, you know, Alexandria and Hilltop were all a safe place. And they went there and there was nothing. So she's like, you know, I know this place in D.C. If we go there, we can get this shit. Do you know how to get there, Negan? And Negan's like, oh, I know my way around D.C. because I've been there before. I've so been in this like, Okay, you come. You can show me how to get back there if I tell you the street. She right? wants him. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Nobody else knows where the spot is, and hopefully they remember the name of the street. Oh, oh, I just thought about it. The uh, the good thing they Elijah, Elijah the ninja guy does know where this is, and so he could have led 
Gabriel there when they met up. Okay. And also Atari Dad, just to correct us for another thing, I was under the impression that it was the same day, but yet it was the or the day hadn't gone by yet. Negan just got impatient. It could have been that. I thought it was the next morning that oh, ne they said they said because he's did he say sundown or sun? I thought he said sun sunrise the next day. I thought he said sundown. Okay, maybe I, they were moving at night, which was you know smart in my thinking, seeing as how they got attacked by night. And Maggie said, or somebody said, they only attack at night, and you never see them coming. Now, uh, now Elijah show up the same. T Elijah, Elijah shows up to get some wine at the door, and uh, oh yes, Negan and Maggie get into a fight at the end. And I also wrote, it was hot, hot, hot. They have sexual chemistry, and the audience is playing it. Maggie is now absolutely certain that the waiting for the others to regroup is the best idea, and Negan reluctantly waits. So then we go back to Carol's group arriving in Hilltop Ruins, as we said before. They're not, they don't, and this is the last section that we're going to be talking about. Uh, they're not, they're, uh, they see everything burnt to the ground, is much worse shape than they even imagined. And we follow Aaron watching all of this, even though he already knew this was the case. Being back in the situation is driving Aaron nuts. This is the storyline where Joe and I have some differences in opinion. I didn't mind this whole section of the episode, but it was... Again, it's I'm starving for a cracker. I'm walking through the desert and I'm starving for a cracker. And this scene gave me a little cracker because Aaron tries. The actor that plays Aaron actually tries on screen. Oh, is this the torture? Torture? Yes. We walk through. We, 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 we've had this, Phil. We've had this. We've Just had okay. This. I don't mind that joke. That I agree with your criticism that we that we do stuff. If things can be repetitive, if they're done well, a lot of shows are what repetitive. What was done well? What was done well? What, like Aaron's performance. Aaron's performance was good. Aaron's performance was done well. It really wasn't. It really, it really was. It really wasn't. Why? What? Let, let's let's examine, if you will, for a moment. Let's go what through the really scene. Yeah. Is setting what really is setting Aaron off right now? Okay. Because his every nightmare. Other time, every other time we've seen him, right over the last whatever, it's been to tell Carol and to be that comforting reasonable voice for carol right who's like slaughtering a fucking horse right and he comes in and holds the horse up and the shit before that with carol oh yeah his character's all over the place and and, and, and then now he has a bad dream okay and he's gonna torture this fucking guy something completely out of his character yeah like, i think of, i think none it... of that makes any sense none of that makes any sense uh, 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 let, me, let me just go back to what Lizard says here. At eleven, she could not comprehend the way things, the way things, uh, things the way she does. She has had so much trauma, but she has had so much impulse control for what a sixth grader would. It's insane. I know I fucked up reading, but no, it's fine. Like, but but yes, she's a superhero and now. And now let's go look at Aaron, who's a middle-aged fucking adult and has been through all this shit. Lost a hand. Something right now completely out of fucking character and who has been the comforting reason of reason voice to Carol. The Jiminy Cricket on Carol's fucking shoulder. Every episode that we've seen them together in any fucking scene for as long as I can fucking remember. And now that's reversed. And you're going to tell me that's great acting and a good scene. I didn't say it was good writing. Please. 
It's bad acting because the actor did it in the first place because he said he didn't. You can only do what's on the page. You can stand there. No. You can only do what's on the page. You can't argue with the fucking writers. You can turn the fuck around and you can look the director and the room of fucking writers in the face. You can't. And you people out of You don't meet those guys, Joe. This is where this is where you you don't meet those guys. All he dead. Write me dead, you insane fucking hack and you piece of shit directors. Write me dead. Do your fucking worst. I'll be happy to perform that scene over this piece of trash. That's what you can do as an actor, Phil. That's the kind of integrity you should have. And that's the kind of person we should be fucking celebrating as that actor. Not, okay, I'll do this because it makes so much fucking sense. No. And it will give me a chance to stretch my acting chops, which won't make any fucking sense to an intelligent fucking viewer. Sorry, I don't mean to insult you. No, that's fine. That's fine. Who liked it? That's not my intention. But yeah, it is. But that's okay. Any fucking sense. But, you know, sure. No. Actors on. change dialogue and say they do, but they can't change whole story arcs. They can change That's lines. That's not a story arc. That's not a story. A story arc, Phil, is what they change because he was the good Jiminy Cricket for Carol, who's been all No, yes, they change. That's what I'm saying. The writers guy. change that. An actor can just change on set their line delivery. They can't just change the script. You can't just go, hey. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Okay. By changing, okay. By changing Okay, yeah, you can. You totally can do that. You get you get tons right. of work doing that. And, and like I just said, Phil, like I just said, he could have he could have said, you know what, you know what, I know this is my last season, and I can't believe you're having me do this. Did you not read the script? You wrote da last Walking week? David says, Did David, you not read the script you wrote three fucking weeks ago. Did you not read the scripts you wrote me in every fucking scene you wrote me in concerning Carol? And this is the scene you're about the scenes you're about to have me fucking do. What the fuck is wrong with you? What no. kind of what kind of you know circuitry is misfiring in there that you would do this to your fans, to the actors, to everybody involved? In right. Don't don't blame Aaron. Aaron's trying. Anyways, let's get to the live chat. Okay. Kadigat says, "Poor Joey's gonna have an aneurysm." Uh, Atari Dad agrees with you. Actors change the dialogue all the time. David also agrees with you. David would stand his ground with the uh, writers. Star, 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 says, couldn't watch this episode without hearing Phil sing Muppet Babies when the kids were on tonight. Exactly. The kids' scenes were Walking Dead Babies. La, 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 Judith is cool. Walking Dead Babies. See them get in wacky adventures. It, I mean, we're going to have the show. It's happening. There's going to be at least a few episodes of the anthology series when it comes out. It's going to be... This is the pilot for Walking Dead Kids. I'm telling you. It's going to at least be an episode, maybe an episode, if not a whole series of events. So, uh, so uh, sadly, Joe, Aaron's actor might have made that scene better by changing the dialogue to what it was on screen. Uh, Maggie and Negan sitting in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. So, anyways, so he realizes that the undead in, uh... <laughs> I, like, I had to read that again to understand it, but yes, that is probably, set, you're, sadly, that's probably right. It's probably, probably true. <laughs> it is probably, it is probably true. But when he really... You know what, you know what, it, it actually, it, the scene itself could stand. You know who would have done better doing that? It would have been a kind of Jack uh, Bauer. No fucking big boy there. Fucking what's his name? 
He's the one that's got a problem with Kevin being dead under the fucking fence over there. Mm, yeah, yeah. Why didn't they give him a fucking nightmare and then wake and then wake up from his nightmare and have to go and pee then, and then freak out that there's a walker in the fucking car yeah and now. and it connects to his dream that he's just having there and and we follow him right, and Jerry like, Jerry uh, so that, that would and, and it would have like yeah it would have been all those same things I just said but at least we I don't know I, I just. I, it still would have sucked. So, uh, okay. So when he realizes that shit's going bad, he's like, shit, Ben, what? I don't know what to do. I'm dying. I'm coping with the insanity of living here in the apocalypse for so long. The do okay. No. So we get into Aaron with the, the, he, he sees that a whisperer is create is organizing the horde group. Lydia points, oh, what's her name? Lydia points it out and, uh, he runs over to him, grabs him. Uh, and, uh, he, the shit he goes shit went bad and and I said this earlier the dude playing the whisperer was a really really bad actor he's the way he's whining was just not good and Aaron thinks it might be a trap Carol agrees we got to put him in the cellar they bring him down to the cellar no dinner for this guy uh, they go down to the cells and they find a whisperer mask even though they knew he was a whisperer anyways and they also find a couple of other guys and Aaron goes nuts down there Aaron loses it you lied to my face you lied right to my face. And uh, the guy's like, we're not all monsters. And and then it turns into a whole vibe where other dudes are like, are these the guys that burned down uh, our our city? You know, look what they did. What we They deserve to die. And uh, and so then the whispers, he's like, tell me what you know. Tell me, are there more of them? Are, no, these are the ones that burned down Alexandria. Alexandria, because, right. Look, this is a scarf from Alexandria. So then they came back here to meet back up with their friends. Right. But and, they were gone, so they stayed. And then he attacks them. Right. Then he attacks them. They tie him up. They have a. They torture him with a walker. And so at this point, at this point, Carol, you can shut the fuck up. I'm going to torture him, and I am going to fucking kill him. He tried to stab me with a knife. He did. And then he. They set him up in a weird situation where they tie him up, and they have a walker start to eat his hand, and they tell him that, uh, or bite it, bite him. They get him bit, and he says, "I'll cut off your hand and save you in this situation if you tell me what you know." And then that's when Carol steps in and does her. I'm totally nerfed now from being cool, Carol. And even though, and to Joe's point, we're completely reversing everything because it's poetry. It rhymes. I'm going to be the Jiminy Cricket for Aaron in this situation instead of Aaron being the Jiminy Cricket for me. And she tells him, no, you don't want revenge, blubbity, blubbity, blubbity. And he lets him go and tells him he can either chop his own hand off or chop his own hand with this rusty fucking knife. So one of those two things happens. We, we come back to him. He's got like a, a dirty cloth wrapped around his, his infected hand that just got chopped off. Uh -huh. And I, I just got to say... Yeah, we're out of the zombie apocalypse, but is staph infections? Got the penicillin. Yeah, is are infections just not a thing in this world? He just got sliced with a fucking rusty knife that just and he's wrapping a dirty cloth around it. I'm sorry, unless he's like bathing that thing in the lakes in the healing waters of Lake right. Minnetonka. I yeah, I mean, what the fuck? Do they have some? They have some hydrogen peroxide too. Tetanus I hope. Shot. Yeah, they have a tetanus shot. shot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's been 11 years. He's out of the tetanus. Good point, Joe. Uh, isn't it every ten years you have to have your tetanus shot? <laughs> so I'm so I don't want to get weird, but but I'm pretty sure that dude's dead anyway. Or or is he Aria and he can just deal with like stab wounds and just go into like a dirty, disgusting water and just come out of it and be okay? Maybe that's the case. You know, you just spit on it. But whatever, he's not going to turn into a walker. 
Mandrell, we got the wonderful, the amazing Mandrell in the live chat. Mandrell, you didn't miss shit. You mi and we've been discussing that this whole time, Mandrell. <laughs> yeah. what, why this show is still on the air? That's yeah. what you've missed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it is Mandrell. It's. Do you mean like Joe and I are Joe and I still in the air, like having to talk about this shit? That's right. Because that's also like kind of part of it. <laughs> yeah, it is part of it. Okay, so good thing he doesn't get an infection. But this all leads to a point where he does. They do let him go because Carol gets to him, and they let him. They let them go, and they let them just stay there. And in thanks for letting him stay there, because this dude's like Alpha would never do this. Alpha would never have a second cup of coffee at home. They said it. He says, I'm going to tell you uh, about one of your people that's still alive. And so we find out with certainty that these guys saw Connie at a point in why time. Why didn't he just tell him that in the first place? I don't know. He, like, he could have saved his hand. A secret. You could have saved your hand. You could have probably saved the people from the basement from scattering. Like, like listen, the reason why I'm still just sit standing here and didn't run is because... I never liked Alpha. Seriously, like, please. Yeah, she sucked. That stupid voice. I'm still doing this because I didn't want to rub guts on me and there was nothing left to burn. I, I don't have any matches to start a fire over there on the fucking <laughs> bodies. Like, to keep the fucking zombies away from us. So, you know, what works? Yeah, it's, it was, it was, uh, and that's basically all of comfort. the episode. I'm doing it for comfort, for loneliness. <laughs> So and then our whole team goes off. They uh, they cowboy up and they start heading off to try to find this location that where uh, where potentially Connie maybe. Sorry, sorry. That's oh, fine. Sorry, I got to point out point this fact as well. Here. Points Lydia. of facts. Lydia, mm. I like who, Lydia. She's cute. <laughs> uh, who has pointed out? Oh look. You see the way those zombies are milling in a circle? They're being corralled, most likely by one of the whispers, right? That We remember that, right? Now, we also remember, and it's pointed out, Alpha was her mom, right? Yeah. So we know she has a lot of, and she remembers this guy even. She remembers like the, in and wasn't like one of the, Ah, uh, inner circle. Yeah, this guy is like a random dude, like like one of the part of the pack. Right, right? There's, there's like a thousand, or I don't know how many whispers where we say there was total, like probably like a thousand or so whispers or whatever. Like in in, the, in fairness, like yeah, and she she knows. Uh, I don't know about a thousand. We could even say like a hundred or two. But yeah, there was supposed to be like a hundred thousand walkers or so. But the thing is. Wouldn't she know that if there was a guy right there circling about zombies, that there would automatically kind of have to be more people around? Because um, what's this guy going to do when he gets tired? Yeah, I think she's... Is he going to lay down She's not so snoring? Joe, she's not, <laughs> she's not so low-key trying to protect all of her people still. Uh, right? Like Because it, it stands out to me that this guy's got a horde going in a circle. That's what they do. They keep the horde going while the rest of the people are taking a break at the camp or doing their cooking or whatever close by. And they have the people keeping the horde circling and from going in and killing our group, right? So, like, she would know that. She would know that 
it can't be just this one guy alone. There would have to be more than just him in that immediate area. So we're five. wrong? No, you're not. You're absolutely not wrong. So we're five episodes in here of this episode of this season of the final season of the walking dead next week's episode six as i mentioned next week will be a little bit different joe and i will not be on sunday evening of next week as i'm moving on sunday uh i will either be on monday live for uh for a quick show in the morning maybe joe and i will do something in that morning uh before he goes to work but i don't want to i don't want to make joe do this before work uh so uh we'll probably get joe's thoughts on the episode the following week on the to double up uh, but I will do something for episode six, either I know episode six already is already out. So I might do something this week for it, but we will be back in two weeks to talk about the final two episodes of this season. That's my point that we're at episode five. There's eight episodes in this mini half season. Are we going to get anything interesting in these eight episodes, Joe? Anything? Could they do anything at this point? Is there any big death, big introduction of an old character? If they if they give us a Rick tease at the end of all of this, would that be enough to salivate you for excitement for that second block? Because basically, what we're dealing with here, if people don't, you know, I'm just doing stupid math here. Uh, we're doing we're having four eight episode runs, and this is the first of the four. Uh, so. They're dragging this shit out. They're dragging the, instead of giving us eight weeks seems like a short run for this in the sense. It, it feels like we're just getting started and this is just introducing a lot of things. Are, okay, I'm, I know I'm surfing around a, a question here, but the question is, are we going to get conclusions to any of this shit or is this all going to be all cliffhangered into our next eight episodes? Is the Daryl, is Daryl still going to be with that group of uh, Reapers next half season or is the reapers going to be dealt with by episode eight joe uh, if they've learned nothing they'll still be around past episode eight if they've learned anything which they really as far as i can see if i was like grading a paper here i would say i've <laughs> i've failed miserably as their teacher yes you have um they're not listening to their teacher. Right. That I would say, no, they will be around after episode eight. But if they did kill them off uh, or did had like Maggie, Negan, Daryl, you know, the priest and the ninja dude or whoever the fuck that guy is, take care of a half dead dude at the church, actually take care of these fucking... <laughs> Reapers, stupid, stupid fucking group. Like again, Von Kaiser. Look at how crazy I am! I just killed one of my own men. I'm Von Kaiser. Introducing a new man. I'm Birdie. Going to do everything I say because he's afraid he'll get thrown in. Because you know, none of my other men are going to be afraid they'll get thrown in. And absolutely uh, sterling. Just fucking like. How do you expect audience members to? I don't. It's tough. I mean, and I just, uh, Atari Dad, I think it's just backwards because of the way it was dictated. Where is Phil taking Little Joe to force him to watch Walking Dead episodes? Didn't I just move? <laughs> um, yes, I did. I actually moved a little a less ago. than a year ago, like a, a little more than a year ago. Um, this hopefully will be the last time I move for at least like five years or something. I'm moving into a little bit more of a a, uh, a steady location. Carnival house. 
Yes, I'm, I'm moving into a place owned by a member of the fa- like someone in the family. You don't understand the way the way uh, the floors. This this house that he's in is like a 400 year old house, literally. Literal, sure. Literally, literally, like it's a, it, like a literal 400 year old kind of house. I'm I'm. And it's, like yeah. wavy floored and shit like you can't tell by looking at like you can kind of tell if you look at the shelves behind them they they, they look like they're down yeah they look like they're dwarf's head yeah that's not that's not that's that's not the camera being that's pretty a, it's level. pretty accurate that's pretty accurate it's right. pretty accurate and there's other issues too so i'm moving into a much nicer place which is really and i've said this before literally a six minute walk from joe's house so uh, we're going to be a lot closer and we'll still probably do a lot of online stuff because we're lazy. But uh, it does mean occasionally, at least a couple of times a month, we'll do in-person uh, stuff as well. And uh, and, uh, and beyond the show, get to just hang out more, which will be good. So uh, and Joe will force me to go jogging with him and shit. Yeah, it's haunted by the walking fucking dead cat again. Yeah, and Sterling, absolutely one more shot for everybody. Toast to everyone that's joining us tonight. Uh, we got about five minutes left here. We're gonna we're gonna top off at like two hours. Thank you guys, everyone, for checking this out. Sorry again about the intro here with a little bad audio. I'm going to cut that so uh, so you don't have to hear that in the replay. But toast to you. Mm-mm-mm. Lydia is uh, the whisperer. Whisperer. Is this place haunted? No, but my place in Salem, I felt, was a little haunted. Uh, but it was a friendly ghost. The 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 uh the main house, the the house we spent yeah. a lot of time with. There's there's some shit there. Yeah. So Joe, uh, what are you gonna do with your uh, week off talking about The Walking Dead? You're gonna you're gonna carry. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna actually. You're gonna be surprised, Philip. What are you gonna, gonna do in your week you. off, Joe? I am going to do a complete rewatch. Oh, of the whole Walking Dead season season of the series you're, you're gonna go back and watch the whole walking dead to lead into two weeks from tonight when we talk about episode seven of the yep. walking dead when joe and i are back i'm gonna be in my new location we're gonna be back ready to go and to talk about the final episodes of this season and and i've said this to joe before and i'll say it again after the walking dead season's over we're gonna keep coming on sunday evenings we're just gonna keep doing these sunday evening uh 10 35 p.m every sunday there's gonna be a new hbo show coming out and most likely that'll be airing on sunday it will be um also uh we've got uh we've got a bunch of shows that will be coming back at different times and if not we've got a couple of interesting topics i want to cover uh movie series towards the end of living in my other my last place you and i were doing a couple of uh movie series reviews we talked about like the x-men series we're going to talk about a couple of other different movie stuff we might do movie reviews of of recent movies we watched um I also mentioned the last season of Ozarks is coming pretty soon and Joe and I are going to do that, but we might binge watch and we might do a Cobra Kai thing with that and just binge watch it. And because I'm excited about that, I, that, that is definitely a, a show that's finishing off this year that I'm very excited to see. And I feel like it's kept its energy throughout. And I'm glad that Netflix didn't pull the plug on that show. Unlike a lot of Netflix series Ozarks, if you haven't watched it yet, is uh good stuff you, you like you're you're into the ozarks as well right i did not watch more than the first 15 minutes of season three. Oh, you couldn't season get into it three came up it's because of jessica jones it's because of jessica minutes. jones's mother right jessica jones's mother does it for you she's bad 
I don't know. I, I couldn't even tell you if, if she was in it. Like, 15 minutes of the first episode of season three. And I was like, okay, so I, something caught my attention elsewhere. And I went back and watched the first 15 minutes again. And I was like, that's why my attention caught me elsewhere. I can't watch this anymore. Interesting. And, I it off. and then everybody told me, oh, no, no, you got to watch past the first few episodes. The brother comes in. Oh, and it's just great from there. And he introduces. Mm. I actually didn't like the brother, but blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm like, and I've heard this from a lot of people. I didn't like the brother. I'm like, but I, you know what? <laughs> I've invested so much in such. I, uh, and the fucking dead is an example of this, like in. No, like you're not afraid to give like, up on shows, though. I've seen I, I've not, seen you give like, up on shows. You've seen me do it before. Like if it if it, I almost did it to the to Breaking Bad before. Uh, you were like, no, dude. You I think you stopped watching like two episodes before Gus gets blown up. Yeah, you, yeah, like, season really? four. Yeah, that's when I and like I went and I was like, all right. So I watched those first few episodes that made me quit it, and I kept going. And I was like, I'm glad I kept going because it finishes off like. Just when that was about to lose me, it's like it knew itself. The writers knew, and they were like, "We need to tie this." Yeah, that that's what they do, and they brought it all. Together. That's what they do, and they they organically have stories go where they should. Um, so but next, not here, <laughs> no, not, not on this year. And I wasn't gonna, and I I was like, "Fuck, lost." After episode one of season two, I was like, "Fuck, heroes." Episode one of season two, fuck, uh, uh, Ozarks. Episode one of season three. No, I'm not going to invest time in something that, like, if I see the blatant bad in a show that quickly, and like, I don't, I can't even put my finger on exactly what it was. I think it was uh, all of a sudden they're in therapy and he's lying about it and paying the therapist, and all this was like right when we get back and see in from season three, like, so okay, there has been a time jump, and I was like, you know what, like, um. And it might not even be a big time job. You don't. You don't get. I'm just done with that kind. You of don't shit. get. Like, you don't get TV Stockholm syndrome the same way I do. Like when, not, when, like that. That that's gonna lose it for me every time. Like, like eh, there's a lot about this that about TV. I don't. I don't get it quite the same way you do. And I I know when I'm watching what is a bad show like i know when i'm watching but i give i do give i i get it but whatever i get it but i also give up on shows sometimes as well i gave up on i gave up on ray donovan right before the final season uh just because that was smart because it didn't it didn't finish well it didn't like stand like the first few first few seasons of that were fucking excellent but amazing but once it got it got to a point where I just could I just couldn't With go. With a daughter chasing around after this kid in New York. Yeah, and like, and then what? uh, and then after Abby, what what they did to Abby when she when she disappeared from the show and then was like a vision sort of thing. It's yeah. it it got really stupid really fast and really bad. John Voight was always awesome on it, but it it just I and I mean I still haven't finished it. But something about, like, say, a show like Lost, I end up finishing it. Before we finish our show, speaking of finishing things, before we finish it, our good buddy, a good buddy Jay slipped in a voicemail here at the end. Let's hear what Jay has to say. Hey, Joe, at least you don't watch the show all the way through and then realize that it was a waste of time to watch. Because when I got to the end of Game of Thrones, 
I wish yeah. that I hadn't watched the, like any of it. Like I wish my whole family had that whole thing, and I just didn't pay attention to any of it after they did the last episode. One, one, one second. So at least you stop watching one or two episodes in. Now I have a I have a question based on Jay's message for you, Joe. Does How I Met Your Mother's finish? Does Game of Thrones conclusion? Okay. Do those things ruin the series okay. for you? So here's the thing. Those are two uh, of the worst. Both of those shows. So they're very similar. SM. They're very similar in the way that the way the the mass audience's reaction to the to the finishes. I'm gonna go get a uh, get a get a beer. I'll be right back. That's just it. So you got the ending of the last well few seasons really of Game of Thrones, and that really does. I I see where you're coming from. So like, I'm not disappointed that I watched. I think the first. <laughs> four seasons are you know up to f season five are really freaking good they're great some of the best television ever made uh but i can't tell anybody to go watch game of thrones because i know they'll be committed most likely they won't quit after season five they'll continue to watch what is a, a, like trash from like progressively worse from that point on so I can't recommend anybody go watch Game of Thrones at this point. Like I had always, I might say watch the first five seasons and then shut it off. But that's kind of a do, cop out. Do you right? recommend someone going to watch How I Met Your Mother? And and I can't. I think that show was hilarious for a long time. Very good, great social commentary. And a lot. Of I even feel like it was things. hilarious for longer than you do. Like I followed it all to the end. I feel like they had good episodes I up until the last, up until that, that last season. season. The last that season last when it was shortened, the whole wedding season, and then basically destroying really everything. Sucked. It just sucked. And then the final episode was the final piss in the fucking. Even really suckier. And so no, I can't even watch how i met your mother in a rerun anymore i don't think any of it holds up to be funny because it's all ruined from the fucking last season all of it marshall of holds it. The up the entire fucking thing is ruined i don't feel that same way about the entirety of game of thrones yeah i want like I, I, I see where you come from with that sm and, and i don't i would never fault you for that and i rewatched season I one through four five yeah, the first four seasons. The first in parts of five, but really the first four I yes. watch like out. I was talking about this on a different stream. I feel like they're almost two different shows. The first four really seasons are. are one show, and the five through seven are another five through eight are another show. Yep. I I, I and what is the worst? What is what the worst is. television ending of all time <laughs> for you? You didn't watch Lost all the way through, so Lost wouldn't be on that list for you. Is it how? Is it how I met your mother? Is that the worst television ending of all time? It's it's close. It, if it might be it, do you? See, Game of Thrones is up there with that. It is It is unfortunately because too of how like what I felt for the first like this, there was nothing about how I met your mother that could have compelled me to read this much material you know like <laughs> no no true nothing true. like to sit down and read not to like, mention the that shit, not to mention right? the video games and all the podcasts i've uh, listened to or talked to right? like, i'm going on wednesday night still to talk about what if x did x in the game of thrones you know like some random game of thrones topic with tony like, for two hours you know make me feel the same way so there's a lot yeah. bit more bitter of a taste in my mouth but in the same respect 
uh, the ending, the last season and the ending of How I Met Your Mother completely ruins every minute of that. And what's I mean, fucked up? Things of... I'll still quote and there's things I'll still say that was freaking funny. I still say, lo- I still say, say lawyered. Carlos. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll say, I say lawyered still. Uh, but lawyered, like, yeah. But it's what was fucked up about the final season of How I Met Your Mother. I know we're off topic here, but whatever. How I Met Your Mother, the final season, I feel like what's weird about it is what could have fucked up didn't fuck up. It's tough to... They talked about the mother for nine seasons, however long that show went. Eight seasons, nine seasons, whatever. Uh, they... And they fucked it up. No, but they fucked it up, but they didn't fuck up in casting. The girl that they cast yeah, to play the mother was awesome. I loved her. I really enjoyed her chemistry with the cast. I thought she worked. And what could have sucked on that? No, they actually casted her good. They just bumbled the ball with the whole idea of that final season being about Robin and Barney's wedding. When you wanted to eventually break them up two seconds after you did a whole season dedicated to their wedding to basically get Ted and the mother together for five fucking minutes for her to die of a disease and and then have him end up with Robin. It was just a fucking (laughs) shit show. Here's the thing. I would have been much more satisfied. And this is why I say they fucked it up. And you say not with the casting. And I say, yeah, even with the casting, because you can't cast that role. You can never cast that role. So you think we never should have seen her. It's not about how we met their mother. Right. It's not about that. The name of the show is how I met your mother. And it's it's about the kids. Kids. No, it's not about the kids. It's about him. It's about him meeting their mother. And so it should end with the moment they meet. Period. No. And we don't ever have to meet her. It's not about us meeting that now, mother. Uh, Joe, That's the... the big ultimate joke. And that, finishing off that series with that as the final fucking joke makes the entire running of it of the of all the little oh but she was the roommate haha it was her guitar or whatever or she was at that coffee shop but i didn't know it and and all that little fucking shit that goes on that we never see and we wonder who it was that we might have seen in the background was their fucking mother and is it the same chick in all these scenes or maybe she wasn't even in any of the scenes in the background but that's what would have made she wasn't uh they 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 force gumped it now uh the real YT. First of all, Fernandez T, thank you so much for that super chat donation. That's why I'm off camera right now. I'm giving you a puff puff reaction. I'm also going to take a big sip of my drink for you. Thank you for that super chat donation. You are fucking amazing. Fernandez T, you're super amazing supportive. Thank you for all the love you give me and Tony in the live motherfucking chats and these super chats and just popping on in with all the positive energy. We love you, Fernandez motherfucking T. Mm-mm-mm. Dexter ending was really fucking. That I was just gonna ask you. I I uh, I did watch Dexter. I enjoyed the show from what I watched the first couple of seasons of it. But it was just one of those shows that I lost track of, not because I didn't like it, because I lost Showtime. I lost my setup, so I it just didn't watch it to conclusion. It's something I wanted to catch up on eventually. Um, but I've heard nothing but horrible things about the conclusion. Joe, talk a little bit about the conclusion of yeah, Dexter. No, it, it it just sucked. Like I don't even want to remember it. And in detail enough to talk about a little bit of it. Okay, let's like, listen to uh, other, other endings that really that that like uh, the Sopranos. A lot of people hated that. I kind of liked it. Some people kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. I'm like one of those people that I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was. I great. got the I joke. It leaves it open to the imagination. I got the I, joke. I like. Yeah, I like what it did 
with people talking, it left people. People talking. are still talking about it, Joe. People are still yep. talking about that ending and debating whether he was alive or dead. It actually created a lot of questions and conversation. I enjoy the Andy Kaufman aspect of it, too, of like Andy Kaufman did a television special where he fucked with the V-hold so people would get up and have to fuck with their TV sets, even though they really weren't fucked up. There's an element of that that David Chase enjoyed of like the TV sets going to black and people going to my TV go out. Like, I enjoy that aspect of it, like the trolling aspect of it, even though Chase is like, I didn't troll people. And like, yeah, you did. Shut up, David. You know you did a little bit. And I, I hate it. I didn't I didn't love it. I think it was I think it was decent. Um, uh, True Blood ended kind of fucked funky yeah you, you and carmine have talked about true blood before and said that it started off really good but then and ended really, really yeah got a little really bad got a little goofy uh, what's that other show with uh all the fucked up uh little kids living in the house of frank there oh uh you didn't you didn't like the uh the shameless conclusion with shameless him, how, with, with how him it, with him floating it got bad halfway through i quit i was really into shameless for the first it got be- it got better at the end again a little bit and then as soon as frank met that cancer chick i finished that season i was done done first episode that next season i was like done quit now asterisk 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 this is for me because joe didn't watch this uh the lost finale definitely got me a little bit too i I don't i'm not as i think if you were watching lost live in person waiting week to week for conclusions it plays worse than binging it when you binge it it's not as bad and i binged it i didn't watch it week to week but if you were waiting week to week for answers like that and it ended up in that conclusion, I can understand why the lost and, and that's just a credit of everything we learned about JJ after the fact with the star Wars movies, he knows how to build up uh, it's him and Ryan uh, Murphy have similar issues. Like the guy who did nip tuck, they know how to start stuff, but they're not good. at They're not good at finishing it. And uh, I think JJ Abrams, Nick, is this nip tuck started to lose me with, uh, with actually the addition of, uh, Tyrion there and then it really lost me when they got oh I, I like i like the Tyrion stuff we got another voicemail here joe from our good buddy jay let's listen to it uh just to uh um say uh the reason why i don't like it is because the last episode makes Arya's whole journey for me be like okay you can you became a faceless assassin john is clearly the family member you love more than anyone else you were ready to kill like your sister straight up for him if it required that but like you can't like i don't know use your faceless assassin um uh, uh tactics go like put on someone's face let him out of his dungeon or like go mass murder every one of those fucking um uh um i don't remember what those guards are called at this point but oh, like you were the best warrior yeah. on the fucking on the planet, and you did nothing about that. That's why that sucked for me. And like John just let himself be in prison after he killed the thing or whatever. Like seriously, no one had a plan. Tyrion that had no plan. Like they just stayed in prison all after that. That was just, that was just some bullshit to me. Right. What about what about all the other fucking cities that were under her control now that she's dead? Yeah, yeah. It, it, the, the, just gonna go back to slavery. Yeah, it's 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 no Dar Dario's Dario's running them all. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're he's doing a good job. Out there and the, and the Lord 
birds from out there are just going to cut his fucking head off. Asterisk uh, multiplied says, yes, the weight was made it much worse. It felt like it was going with the flash. Yeah, the flash sideways, which ended up being nothing and meaning nothing. And that was when the afterlife thing came in or meeting up in uh, limbo type stuff. No, meeting up in the after meeting up so they can all go to the afterlife together and all that sort of shit. Um, Atari Des says Abrams didn't really have much involvement with the series after the pilot episode and the ending was all Damon Linioff and Carlton Coase. Um, uh, did you watch The Leftovers, Joe? No. Was it good? I, I never checked it out. I've heard good things about it. It was, it was, um, uh, lot like lost with a lot of unanswered stuff. Say it was, da- it was Damon Linioff. It was Damon Lindoff's uh, series as well. It wasn't, it wasn't as good as it should have been. Uh, it made you want it to be better. Mm. Uh, let me put it that way. It it was. It, uh, yeah, it made you want it to be better. Any other horrible television finales? Did you hate like? Uh, do you hate? Did you enjoy? Okay, so talk about horrible ones. Do you enjoy? I hated the Walking Dead finale. It it, it, it was that tonight. <laughs> it ended. Oh, to... I don't know. I thought it ended at the dumpster. <laughs> no, 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 no. Did you enjoy things like the New Heart finale? Like when we flash oh, back. New Heart finale was amazing. When we flash over, or like Cheers say... was amazing. Cheers was Cheers was an excellent one. I, Mash I think Mash was amazing. Mash was a good one as well. Um, I feel like. I feel like comedy series are easier in some ways, but they but there are some ones that Seinfeld sucked. Seinfeld was a questionable one for sure. I I feel like uh, Breaking Bad, even though it was pulpy, was a good finale for for a yep. series like that. Yep, Breaking Bad was a good one. Even though Oz got weird at the end, I think the Oz finale was good uh, too. I think the the it, everyone sort of it was a big death cycle and then they oz closed and and moved on i think six feet under was an excellent conclusion of that series um and i'm not i don't want to spoil anything from it but it might not be my favorite series of all eight since eight ended too soon but it still ended fucking great start oh the best i've talked about this the other the other day the best series finale i think i've ever seen in my life is uh star trek the next generation with all good things that final episode the goodbye with q and and flashing with the multiple timelines and that big episode for what next generation built up and all that i feel like that was probably one of if not the best uh series finales star trek next generation um sm down says friends was a good series finale joe was friends a good series finale i'm not sure i don't i don't know if i've seen it quantum leaps quantum leaps ending hurt in a lot of ways is because they didn't know it was going to conclude so they had to end it with that little title card at the end and uh, people list Seinfeld as a bad one, but I kind of felt like it was just Seinfeld and David Troll. And yeah, I think it was Larry David coming back because they came. He came back to write the episode, and it's like, how do you end a series like that? I didn't hate the Seinfeld finale as much as everyone. I just, I just consider it just another episode. Again, I wasn't watching Seinfeld when it aired. Uh, for some reason, I had a I had a hair across my ass for Seinfeld while it was airing. I was like, I'm not going to watch this show. This show's stupid. And then I and then I got to it through Curb Your Enthusiasm. I watched Curb first, and I got into like uh, the the adventures of George Costanza. Essentially, is what you know Curb is. And then I sort of was like, okay, maybe I'll give Seinfeld another shot. And I watched it to watch it for Jason Alexander, and I started to love the show. And then the thing that made me hate Seinfeld when I watched it, I started to appreciate too. 
which was Jerry Seinfeld. Like, I don't like Jerry Seinfeld as an actor. I'm not a big fan of his stand-up comedy. But comedians in cars versus with coffee and shit made me like Seinfeld more, which made me more open to watching Seinfeld. Like, I don't know. Old man Jerry Seinfeld I like better than young, eh, I'm cocky Jerry Seinfeld. Like, old man Seinfeld's like, I don't give a fuck. Eh, it's just like an old fucking crotchety dude. Like, he, he would be good in a grumpy old man movie. But, uh... But I, I don't know. I had trouble with Seinfeld when I was younger. Like, I, I couldn't give it a chance. Plus, like, growing up in the 90s, everyone was all about, oh, that happened like a Seinfeld. That was like a Seinfeld thing. It was, it was like everyone used, to, everyone used to say that, like, during a certain stretch. And it got annoying. It's like every conversation, someone would be like, oh, it's like a conversation on Seinfeld. And, and I, again, I got a hair across my ass about it. So I never gave the show a shot. But then I got into Curb, and it kind of got me reflectively back into Seinfeld. I never got into Friends, though. I can't. I know it's a good show. I'm not going to shit talk it. I'm Joe. I know Joe's a fan. I know a lot of people that are fans of it. Um, I know it's as qu- high quality as Seinfeld, as high quality as Cheers. It still stands up. Seinfeld. It still stands up. I know. I think. I think. Stand up as well. Depends the episode. I think. I think early no, sign. No, correct. It depends the episode, but it doesn't so much depend the episode with Friends. They're all. They all pretty much stand up. Now, Mandrell, uh, Quantum Leap ended with. Uh, he, it was a big episode where he had to like save the wife of of Al, his buddy, and it was a like and sacrifice himself, and he could have leaped home, but he didn't. And then at the end, he leaps off into his next adventure, and they put a title card on the bottom of the screen that says, Sam never gets home and leaps forever. <laughs> it's like this depressing ending that they put with a fucking title card because they didn't want to complete the series. So all of this is all about, I mean, yeah, we're going on a little bit of a rant. Joe and I will maybe do a different podcast in the future, basically repeating what we just said here and doing a list about best endings, worst endings. But we're talking about the final season of The Walking Dead. Where do you think, Before, and this is the last thing we'll talk about, then we'll finish here. Where do you think The Walking Dead finale will end up on this list? Will it matter enough to be a horrible conclusion? Or could they possibly, with Rick coming back in a big fucking ending, could they... Could they fail on every account and then do a a good series finale? Will the Walking Dead series finale be a good episode of the Walking Dead, Joe? No, no, you don't think so. You don't think they're gonna do the last the last episode? They'll they'll get one good episode. Rick, do will Rick Grimes be in the final episode of the Walking Dead? No, you say no. I say yes. I say Rick Grimes will be in the final three episodes of The Walking Dead. Three. Three episodes. They, they won't get him for any more. He'll show up in the final three episodes. No. Uh, Star says the ending won't matter because nobody cares. It will just be another bridge to the next shit show. So... So star, 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 star is saying, and I think Joe's probably in his nose agreeing with this, that the that the conclusion of The Walking Dead will not be a legitimate series finale. It will just feel like a springboard to the Daryl and Carol series in our Walking Dead spinoff anthology series. It won't it will just feel like more of the same. So you're saying that the series finale will just feel like more of the same to you. I'm saying it's yeah, there's not going to be anything fucking special about anything from the show period 
Yes, in Star Star Star, Sam supposedly is still out there leaping to save Al and never made it home. Nope, Sam never made it home. And uh, See, I, I think I, I think I know what's going on with the writing room. I think I just figured this out. Do it, Joe. Tell us. Carol Kang. Carol Kang. They're not paying writers anymore, right? No, they got man. They got manatees. No, no, no. They have interns. <laughs> oh, you think they, they just have interns. interns? They have interns writing the show, and what what this woman is doing is telling them, "Now I want you to write this trope. Now I want you to write this trope. Now I want you to write this trope," and she's grading them on it or passing it off to the university or some shit. It's like she's running a class on how to like fail. Like not necessarily fail, but like this is all the classic television writing techniques. Now, Joe, I have a thought. I have a thought. I have a follow up. (laughs) I have a follow up question. You say they won't get good. Will the walking dead move the needle again? Meaning, yes. meaning, it's moving wi- it every week there's they are breaking records still every week. Yeah, breaking records, losing viewers. What I mean hey, is, will records the are records fail? Will records the, are you records. know what I'm asking? Will The Walking Dead become front page news no, why again? Would it? Why would it? How could it? How Re- could it possible? Andrew Lincoln coming possible. back. You don't think that will? You. That's the. That's the I thing. Do be, did Maggie? Did Maggie move the needle? No. Will Rick move the needle coming why back? Why would Rick move the needle? Why were people so much more camp? You think they were there was that many more camp Rickers than there were camp Maggiers? Do you think will Michonne and Rick move the, the point, needle? The reason why they lost viewers isn't because they lost Rick or Maggie or Michonne. It's not because they lost Glenn. It's not because they lost Michonne or it's Abraham. Not because they lost any of them. It's how they fucking lose them. <laughs> It's when they lose. No, it's how they act when they're done, when they're gone too. It's it, it like this is the reason why. Like, uh, like I said, if tonight you did something like, or last week, or whenever it was that 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 fucking axe hit fucking fake Aaron in the fucking head, it should have been Daryl, yeah, or Maggie, or Negan, or any one of those big three, or the or the or even. Uh, Gabriel the priest Gabriel right and nobody even take note everybody keep running and for the rest of the episode they don't they don't mention it they don't say anything about it because nobody knows that he's actually fucking dead but the audience does right the audience gets to sit there like did that actually just fucking happen am I supposed to pay attention to the rest of the fucking episode and everything that's going on thinking about the fact that randomly you know player x gets fucking chopped in the head that's now actually meant something to the to the audience not just like who cares who cares that we saw an axe hit one of our group in the fucking face and head because they're because they're nobody cares about that yeah who cares about that dude and if it was a walker it's bad special effects for the reason of having blood and gore but no actual Joe, i'm almost uh, other reason i'm almost thankful for them getting rid of another person i just don't don't have to care about yeah so it's like good get the fuck rid of that person and uh we got a a couple more questions here before we call it a night do you guys think that everyone infect is infected as suggested in season one question mark yes and i I think yes yeah because didn't didn't uh 
someone die from sickness in the prison? Yeah, we've seen we've seen it a few times. They've gone away from getting into that. Maybe we'll get back into that just later. Get shot or something and become a zombie. Uh, or... Yeah, we're get, we're to a point where there's no explanation. It's the damn lingering questions in y'all's banter that keeps me sucked well, in. What it might be, what what Thank might be you. nice is if we see that like children that have been born since aren't infected. Like it right, they bu- they the build up some sort of a, in the air. Maybe that's what we'll learn with the Muppet Walking Dead baby show that yeah. we'll learn that the kids like one of the kids gets bitten and he just heals and doesn't turn but into it has a zombie to be like after you know the fall that's what i'm saying the 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 in, exactly they have to be they have to be two people that both have the infected gene create an offspring that is that's why i'm saying that judith is the neo she's she's gonna get bit and not turn and be like oh, i can but kill all these other zombie. kids underneath them too because they're all born after the fact it's true that are, who are younger than her anybody yeah. younger than her is also so everybody, I think we're going to call this a show at this point. Joe and I could keep or going. Not necessarily immune, Phil, but can't be like turned. Can't be turned death. to zombie-ish, just by dying. No, right. no, can be turned to zombie if they get bitten or some shit like that. But they're not. They don't have the virus that everybody. Right. Else they has. they need the nano robots, Borgs, whatever. Into they them. just they just need to be bitten rather than just die and turn into a zombie like everybody else does. Makes sense. Excuse me. Makes sense to me. So everybody. Then it won't happen because nothing works. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I'll be back on Tuesday, I think, or maybe tomorrow night to talk about the newest episode of Only Murders in the Building. I'm also going to try to slip in a Walking Dead review somewhere midweek. But if worst case scenario happens and I'm just too busy this week packing up my crap... Uh, Joe and I will be back in two weeks to talk about both episodes. But one way or another, we will talk about both episodes. We'll talk about the new episode first, and then we'll talk about the the older episode briefly afterwards. Uh, but I will try to slip in here at some point. I'll also be on Wednesday evening on Teflon TV to talk another Game of Thrones what-if topic this week um, with Tony. The first couple that we did was what if the Red Wedding didn't happen, what if Carl Drogo didn't die, and what if Rhaegar beat Robert in the Battle of the Trident. Uh, all th- three fun episodes, a lot of good babbling there, so check those out on Tony's channel if you haven't. If you're hungry for some Game of Thrones babblery. Joe and I will get back into some Game of Thrones talk when we get into the House of Dragons series on HBO coming up soon in 2022. Uh, as soon as there's a trailer. I don't I don't like talking about uh, le- story leaks or just pictures and shit first time joe and i will talk about something is when we finally get an actual trailer live action video uh we'll also also be talking about better call saul stuff whenever we get that bal bodenkirk is back on set filming the final season of better call saul which might again be uh cut into two parts but i i hope we get all of it at once i really do but uh we'll be back in a couple weeks to talk more walking dead thank you to everyone that joined us tonight you guys are awesome thank you to all the super chatters I think we need one more run of the music here. I'm not. I'm not done talking, Joe. But uh, by Emerald Star 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 Real YTs Lizard Atari Dad Man Drell, thank you for popping on in, buddy. Uh, SM Down, thank you for the voicemails. Walking David, thank you so much. Check out Walking David stuff. All you guys are incredible. If you haven't already, again, please hit that like button. It helps this get to a lot of different people and helps us get out there right now in YouTube more than ever. It's more important that you like and share all the videos. So I should say that at the beginning and all the time, but do it. Do it all the time. We love you guys. We'll be back soon. Good night. Thank you.